This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. special edition of the Brit Rest Roundtable here on Voices of Wrestling. It is time for the third annual Euro Draft, and I am very, very excited. I'm Oliver Court. I'm here with Arn Furious as always. Hello. Hello Rob is not here. He's had to do something else, but he has very kindly provided all the spreadsheets we need to do this, and we have three guests. We haven't had a guest in ages, and then three turn up at once. All of whom I'm very excited to introduce. We have two Voices of Wrestling contributors. We have Lee Malone. Hello, Hello. Lee. Thanks for having me. And we have Andrew Sinclair. Hello, Hello. Andrew. Hello, everyone. And on top of the Voices of Wrestling guys here, we also have Mr. Eurograps himself. It is Mike Kilby. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's a dream come true to be on this show. I was... (laughs) I, I, You've been I, on I was... it like three times already. Well, yeah, I've only been on the carrot specials. This is the first time sitting in my own house doing this, I suppose. Mm. So uh, it's but, a pleasure yeah. to have all, all of you guys here. Um, yeah. Do you have any previous drafting experience, or will it will this be your your <laughs> first time, so to speak? Uh, there was a few times on Rock Bottom Radio we did. Uh, well, no, not a few times. We did it once. We did a. Uh, admittedly, this is when Rock Bottom Radio was kind of uh, more of a WWE sort of what's going on to, on on TV sort of show and we did it was me and uh, L so uh, Specific Luca Giuro on Twitter we both uh, teamed up against uh, uh, Laura and Jeffrey who was sort of the other two people and we drew, did a WWE draft which was quite exciting uh, so that's the only thing we've done and obviously we had the best team but um, you know <laughs> that's my only experience really Lee and Andrew, anything, anything to go uh, by? No, no, I have no draft experience. <laughs> I, I do, I do love a draft, but uh, no, I've never done one before. This is definitely my first rodeo, so let's go. Mm. We're not Americans, so um, our American listeners will presumably have done a million yee-haw <laughs> sports drafts. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since Rob is not here. I will have to take up the task of convolutedly explaining all the rules we will be abiding by this evening. Um, we have five people, and we will all be drafting a single wrestler in each round. We'll have five picks in each round, and it will be a snaking draft, so the person who is picking first, which this year is me, which I'm very excited by, will pick last in round two, and then I'll pick first in round three and last in round four, and it'll snake that way. There'll be 16 rounds to pick from male wrestlers four to pick from female wrestlers we're going to do we're going to go uh, a block of four for the men to start off then a block of two for the women and then a block of six for the men a block of two for the women and then another block of six guys and that will bring our total rosters to 20 after the draft is over we'll all compile cards from the 20 wrestlers that we picked and make something fun i presume 
and that will be posted on the Voices of Wrestling forums, where um, we'll I will do like a preliminary vote to eliminate one person, and that will be a very shameful uh, thing to happen to them. <laughs> and then the last four will go to a Twitter poll, opening it up to a what like the whole of Twitter to judge us and find a winner. Winner. This of- is entirely Twitter's fault for only having four options in its polls. It is very, very silly, I do agree. So basically, Rob won in 2016, Arn won in 2017. Yes. Who is going to win in 2018? Will Arn be able to be a repeat winner? Let's find out. Um, Anything on the rules that we're not clear about, or should we dive right into this? All good for me. I think think we're all good then. And not only am I the host this evening, but I am also picking first in the draft. So let's begin this thing. And really, I'm thinking there's only two guys I could pick first. Last year, Walter actually did get picked first, and he's certainly someone obviously you have to consider because, I mean, not only was he brilliant last year, but he's really expanded and exploded this year, going everywhere being the final boss in so many different promotions. So, but do I want him? I think I do, actually. I think Walter will be the first pick of the 2018 Euro draft because he's just that damn good. I'm going to be picking Walter because not only in WXW has he anchored that promotion, he's gone to OTT and he's absolutely blown it away in just three appearances. He's created an aura there that's made him the top guy and the champion and the 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 proper big heel to get Jordan Devlin over to an even larger degree than he already is. He's working in RevPro now and he had the big build with Tomohiro Ishii. And he, he's even conquering America now. So Walter is the two-time number one pick. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think uh, most people had him least in their top three. I kind of didn't put him down simply for the fact I didn't expect to be first pick, and I assumed he would go first. So, uh, for me, he, was, <laughs> he wasn't on my short list for that simple fact. Yeah. I, I think, was it the case for you guys that if you'd gone first, you would have picked Walter? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Pretty unanimous, then. So, I don't think anyone's going to claim that I reached or anything for that. Um, Andrew Sinclair, do you want to pick your first wrestler yes I that mean that made my choice a lot easier uh, <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with jordan devlin uh, i'm sorry lee uh, uh. i just i think he is easy to root for and i think there's a lot a lot you could do with him so he's kind of the guy who stands up to me to be the obvious one other than walter my number one pick's gone um I'm furious hello <laughs> <laughs> um Seeing as, as Rob isn't around here to, to fanboy for Will Ospreay, I'm going to pick him uh, first. I know he doesn't spend a lot of time in the UK compared to, well, UK and Europe compared to like Volta or Devlin, but uh, any Osprey is better than non Osprey. Yeah, and we kind of felt that last year, and I think he only got picked fifth last year because we were scared that with all the New Japan commitments, he wasn't going to be here very much. Yeah, he has been though, so yeah. Yeah, the way it's turned out, he's actually been, you know, <laughs> over here fairly regularly, and the New Japan stuff doesn't really get in the way too much. Like he's not on at all their tours, so 
yeah, he's he's found a way to to stay relevant in Britress. Um, and certainly the 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 stats don't lie with him. He's absolutely crushing it everywhere. So yeah. Radio. Um. So I guess I'm I'm up. picking next. Now I'm a bit shocked by kind of the first the first uh, three. Um. There's two people on the list who, well, three people who I sort of had written down. I was I wasn't expecting to get one of them. So I will go for him straight away, straight away, and I'm going to go for Timothy Thatcher, um, simply because I think um, outside of, although there's a little bit of a question mark of will he spend the whole year in in Europe, I think he is spending as much time here as he is spending elsewhere, and I think he's a great person to sort of build the company around, and you know, for my money, one of the best wrestlers in in the continent. There we go. Yeah, the the tag league <laughs> moment for him was really the the moment where I finally got Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> um, I think that really made him in Europe and in WXW, and that means he gets to work everywhere else as well. Um, he's another guy who's done really well in the latest OTT angle with Walter. Um, yeah, top lad. <laughs> Okay, so I guess that means I'm up. Um, and you get two picks as well. Two picks, Lee. The, the double pick, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple of guys left I wasn't actually expecting to be left at this early stage. Um, I think first I'm going to have to thank Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's obviously got the New Japan commitments the same as uh, Osprey, but I mean, he does spend a good bit of time in rest, so I don't think he'll be missing all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, number two. Who will I go for? Uh, I am going to take controversially. I think David Starr. Ooh, <laughs> round two. I, that was a bit earlier than I was expecting, but yeah, I can certainly see why. Anyone else have anything to to add about ZSJ and David Starr? Uh, I don't actually have David Starr on my short list at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to shock everybody, but my first two picks I had sort of down on my list. I had David Starr and I had... uh, Well, no, sorry, I had had, uh, Jordan Devlin and David Starr as my first two picks. So both I'm having to reshuffle straight away. There we go. I don't know what's happened to Mike recently. (laughs) I had had plans. Come over all funny. (laughs) It's a change, man. <clears throat> okay, um, so I'm next up, the, the, you next, are the first indeed. person to go back on themselves, so um, for me, uh, somebody who I thought was going to go top three, um, so he was sort of a question mark for me, um, working backwards, I'm going to go, uh, now I'm going to go for Ilya Dragunov. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised he hasn't been, he's been picked seventh. Yeah, again, he's one of these people I'm, uh, I mean, there's, there's... But there's more people later on who will sort of go through who I kind of see as good um, options for Ilya Dragunov, people he's maybe not faced before. And I think, um, again, uh, I think Progress Progress Wembley coming up has kind of shown that he has proven to be one of the few, <laughs> kind of one of the few major draws, uh, sort of both in Europe and and in the UK. Um, how that happens, how that sort of goes, we'll see. But uh, I think he's perfect choice for top two. Yeah, and what you caught is that he hasn't really faced a lot of these top guys um, in Europe and o- over the world, and I think definitely that Wembley show um, will be a big deal for him in raising his international profile because all eyes will be on him on that show um, and with the build he's got. Um, 
And yeah, I do feel that he's going to crush that opportunity. So <laughs> Dragonov falling to seventh did definitely surprise me because I had him number two on my board. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I was kind of hoping he'd just about squeak through that past Mike and I could have him against Osprey <laughs> as a, a oh, big yeah. main event feud. That would have <laughs> been good. Uh, with him off the board, uh, I want to go with another uh, big name that's also kind of a part-time guy for Europe in Pete Dunn. Uh, I just think he's the best guy that's that's left on the board, so that's who I'm going for. First WWE UK star in there. I know Devlin is in there as well, but maybe not to the extent that Dunn is obviously the UK champion. Um, and yeah, definitely a very good pick. He's the opposite number to Dragunov for that Wembley. I want to call it the main event, but it isn't, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> that means me. Uh, Indeed. I think I'm going to go a bit left field now. I'm going to go for Marius Al-Arni. Oh, I love it. <laughs> because I think he's brilliant, and I just want to hug him and put him at the top of the card. And stop any of you. Oh, that's, that's, that's an excellent <laughs> justification. And yeah, like, Alani has definitely improved this year, and obviously he's just started the, the heel character as well, which will open up opportunities for him, because I think the major criticism of him before was he was a bit bland, didn't have a character, and he answers that by wearing a silly ninja hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think now he'll be able to, to really flex his muscles. He's got Tarkin Aslan to like help him out on that in that regard as well. So I think I mean he's definitely set in the ring. It's it's definitely an interesting pick. Yeah, I'm not convinced he can talk. So, like, but as a heel, he's he's great. I was completely with you on until uh, until about two or three weeks ago. I don't know if you've watched since Shortcut, but I think Alani was he did the promo a couple of weeks back with with Tarkan backstage, and it was yeah. I thought it was the best he's done for me. Yeah, that that character definitely has potential. So yeah. I I think we might be looking back at that one, Andrew, and say that was actually a really good uh good pick and a. Like, certainly not a reach at all. Okay, so that leaves me with quite a lot of options. Um, <laughs> and I've got a double pick as well. So, I don't want to be safe, but I don't want to reach either. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go two directions with this. First off, I'm going to go for Tyler Bate. Um, okay. You know, I'm not a WWE UK guy at all. I shake my fist at the WWE every day. But uh, Tyler Bate is certainly certainly showing his stuff right now, and I don't think I really need to explain too much about why. <laughs> he's just he's very, very good, even if you don't take into account his body of WWE work. He's having relevant matches in Fight Club Pro, which is difficult to do these days. Um <laughs> and he's also main eventing Wembley, even if it's not a real main event. Um, so definitely a top talent, and I think it would be weird if he didn't go in the first two rounds. But for round three, I'm going to be cheeky a little bit and go for the king of smoke style, Bobby Guns. Because he has really... I mean, he didn't even get drafted last year this time. The 12 months he's had is just shockingly brilliant. His feud with Ringkampf set him off on the right path. He's had great matches. He's really improved his look. Obviously, his promos are absolutely fantastic. He's a babyface who introduces himself with bitches and gentlemen, which is hilarious. 
Um, and he's just a, a naturally grown character that people have taken to him. And the most fun I've had in wrestling all year was chanting guns, Bobby guns, with the Irish section when we were all lined up across the the aisle at uh, Ambition. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a, a man who has captured my my eyes this year. Mm. And there we see that my gamble failed miserably. <laughs> I was working that if I picked Alani, then then Bait and the person I'm going to pick would still be there for the next round. Um, so Bait's gone. I will go for Trent Seven because I again kind of the same as what I've gone for the other ones. I think he's interesting, and I feel like you could kind of pair him up with a variety of different people and produce interesting results. And he's more or less the best of what I've got left. I'm definitely yeah, I'm definitely a Trent guy. He's <laughs> his I I always talk about his mic skills adding a certain element, but a lot of these other guys we're picking this highly don't have or don't have as much. Like like the character skills can be used a lot. Um I had a bit of a problem Furious. last year with uh tag teams. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because, well, as you know, I, I drafted both halves of the London riots, and and every every tag team that I, that I went for went wrong. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rectify that immediately. Look in round three here, because I'm gonna draft uh, Chris Brooks because he can tag with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, Chris Brooks. I think he went in the third round last year as well. So, I mean, he's definitely he definitely made an impact with um his like independent speech. Um, in Rev Pro, like he's, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely cast himself as an outsider, and that's definitely working for him right now. And obviously, CCK merch is flying off <laughs> the hypothetical shelves. So, <laughs> yeah, de- definitely always a guy you want to see. Okay, so um, gonna gamble on the 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 the, the, uh, the snake going backwards again. But uh, my third pick is going to be uh, for me one of the. Well, one of my favourite wrestlers in Europe, anyway. Uh, I'm going to say Zach Gibson. Um, basically, uh, I've got it. Probably will come into a little bit on the way on the soon soon enough. But um, I think uh, he's he's a he'd be an asset to any company in the world. Um, and you could put, you know, why nobody did bother putting a belt on him in the mm. last last three years? Let's be honest, um, is you know is a complete travesty. So uh, for me, Gibson's number three. Yeah, his. WWUK performance in that tournament was yeah it showed that he is main event caliber like <laughs> no matter what people have been saying about him the past as you say years and years now that like or maybe he wouldn't belong at the very t- tippy top um and yeah <laughs> it kind of puts to shame some of his booking in that time like yeah he's definitely proven himself Right, he has so two picks now. I'm up for two, yeah. Um, I am going to take, first of all, Jorn Simmons. I'm going to keep the David Starr, Jorn Simmons, who had gone. Um, and a little spoiler for my card. Um, Do love Big Yarn. <laughs> oh, he's magnificent. Um, so, yeah, that's first. And second, I am going to take, and this could be a reach and it may not work out when, we're, when, you, when you guys are looking back on it in a year's time. I'm going to take Chris Ridgway. I think he... I thought he was going to break out this year. And I fully believe he should be getting booked everywhere. So I'm going to reach and hope that he comes good. Or starts getting booked anyway. <laughs> and uh, pushed the way he should be. 
Yeah, we're, we're without our resident fanboy, uh, Rob, <laughs> of Chris Ridgway. But yeah, like, I mean, I saw his match with Ken Oro live, and that was, you know, very... Chests were bruised in that match. <laughs> um, so he's, he's definitely a, a very unique wrestler. Um, round four's about where I would have him, yeah. And Jern Simmons, yeah, I love Big Jern. I'm, ve- I'm very glad that he's back from injury. Um hasn't lost anything through that. It's just sort of delayed him a little bit. <laughs> but I'm I'm very glad that he's he's doing stuff and doing it really well. I'm excited to see that David Starr match at Fan. I, I think Roundtree could possibly be a bit early on him, but you'll see. It's technically four. We are round four now, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we're on round four, and we have Mike Kilby coming up next. Okay, so um, for kind of seeing how people are reaching quite early, um, and <laughs> simply, simply for the fact I, it Got would be like faves. it would be like somebody going out with a girl you fancy, uh, it would be an absolute travesty if somebody didn't have my favorite wrestler in the world. If somebody ended up having my favorite wrestler in the world, so I'm of course going to pick the monster of a man, the man from the Alps, Avalanche. Love it. <laughs> there you go. I, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. On good conscience, have anybody else with Avalanche on their rosters? So. No, I, I fully understand that. The the night, the Cerberus Forsyth night was quite magical. So obviously, you have a special connection to yeah. uh, the monster <laughs> of a man, and he's done a bloody good job. Um, the the tag team, the the monster consulting tag team, has been really top notch, better than anyone ever could have expected it to be. And Avalanche <laughs> is certainly running with that ball along with Nero, who. We'll, we'll probably see later on. <laughs> Possibly. On Furious. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going to be scrambling around there for a second, because I'm like, ah, oh, Mike's <laughs> going to pick uh, pick who I'm going to pick. Um, but he didn't, so I'm having absolute Andy. He was on my shortlist, but he wasn't. Uh, he was going to be somebody who I would have gotten if, in a while, but he, he was on there. Remember when yeah, I, I want a, I want a bit Andy of variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to pull a Callum and, and have all progress guys all the way through. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's switch it up. I just realised I've pretty much done that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy's just had a hell of a year, hasn't he? Um, obviously, the big breakup angle at Tag League, leading into his King of the Dads character which is taken Twitter by storm. And he's having really good matches in it as well. Very, um, you know, long-form sports entertainment dramatic matches, which isn't usually up my alley, but it's absolutely working for him. Um, in, in a kind of an added bonus, I don't think he's really worked with any of the three guys I've already picked. So there's, No. There's a lot Osprey of fresh versus stuff Andy would probably would be absolutely killer. <laughs> Alright, uh, you knew it was coming. We're going ICW. Um... Yeah. <laughs> well, I say that. Uh, I mean, he got swiped off Shug's house party for for reasons I'm unaware of. <clears throat> NXT UK. I will say Joe Coffey because I think if paired with the right person, he is actually very good. And based on some of the other people I want to add later on, I have some good ideas. But there again, I thought I had good ideas before, <laughs> and then Avalanche and Absolute Andy went in consecutive turns before me. So. It's, it's for Eurodraft at that time. <laughs> you got to grab your faves. Yeah, Coffee's an interesting one because we were very down on him when we did the review show um, last week. I, I don't know if... I, he probably could have taken him later. I don't know if anyone else uh, was going to pick him this highly. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what 
what you guys had him on the board as. Wasn't even a consideration, so there we go. <laughs> was, was, wasn't on my shortlist, no. He was on my list, but way, way down. But, I mean, he has been in big spots for ICW, um, and he has certainly impressed in, in certain moments. Um, we'll, we'll see about that pick, Andrew. <laughs> I'm not completely crapping on it. <laughs> right, I get one pick now and one pick after we do the women. Um, so I can send us through to that round with a couple of options. Um, and I think since they were such successful picks for me last year, I'm going to have them back again. Mark Davis, I'm going to go for now, and we'll leave it a complete mystery as to who I'm going <laughs> to pick in round five. Is it Big uh, Fudge? <laughs> oh, wait, no, Aussie sorry. Mark... <laughs> Aussie Open have been uh, probably the tag team of the year in Europe this year. Um, they're going to Tag League as well, which is very exciting. And Well, I, the, the German version of Tag League and maybe even the Japanese version, you never know. Um, the one true version. The one true version of Tag League in Germany. Um, and they've just been having killer matches. Obviously, the CCK match recently is a standout. Um, so yeah, I've gone for Mark Davis first because he's the big lad, um, and we'll see who I pick in round five. Maybe I'll do a rob and split up my tag teams like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to do that. Mm. So we have, um, our female rounds now, and we do a different order for that to keep it fair. Um, I'm not exactly sure how Rob came up with it, but I'm still going second, so it's a bit... <laughs> and Mike's still going fourth. I think it was just random both ways, but I don't know. Take it up with Rob if you have any issues with it. So this one will go on me, Lee, Mike, and Andrew, and then Snake back, and it will be the same way in rounds three and four later on. So, on who is your first female pick? Um, this is really tough because there's two completely different ways I could go in. Um. The, the one I'm going to go with is uh, the one that I, I probably enjoy the work of more, which is Millie McKenzie. Um, I think she has like a, a higher ceiling uh, compared to some of the other options that are available, and she's less likely to get stolen. I say less likely, but yeah, with with like Tony Storm, I, I think she's going to be in WWE properly soon. So I, I'm kind of going with a. The, the younger option. Well, that's, that's very interesting because it's the first time we've not picked Tony Storm first. <laughs> you're you're a, a trendsetter, Ron. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously Mac Mackenzie's been uh, a very exciting addition to Britress. Um, uh, she did get drafted last year, but only in round three. Obviously, she's, she's made her presence known a lot more since then. Um, and she's been everywhere as well. So definitely a, a and I see you've changed it to Zed. I was going to do that. <laughs> I always forget that it's a Mackenzie, not a Mackenzie. Um, and yeah, that's certainly an exciting pick. And it leaves me with a little conundrum as well. Because as you say, Tony Storm might get snapped up <laughs> sooner rather than later. Um, so it's a bit of a risk taking her. So I'm not going to take her. And instead, I'm going to Martina. take... Martina! <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear I'm not going to take Martina either I'm going to take someone who wasn't even drafted last year we didn't even know she existed it's Killer Kelly 
scraping out my number one. There we go. Thank you. I'm very sorry, Mike. <laughs> Taken right. up with Rob for doing it weirdly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Kelly's just been absolutely I would have been fantastic anyway, this year. So. I'm, since she came from literally none of us knowing who she was at Tag League, um, impressing the, she had the merch line out the door, <laughs> which was funny. Um, and she's gotten really good since then. She had a great match with Millie McKenzie um, at WXW London. Um, she's been holding her own in like the story-wise in WXW. They've always got the long-term story with her winning the title and then losing it quickly because she didn't really earn it. Um, so that's very exciting. That kind of ensures she's going to be around in WXW for a while, at least until they complete that story. And it'll be an interesting story to follow as they go. She's definitely... The woman who sort of unlocked that women's division for WXW allowed them to do a lot more stuff than they um they may have, we otherwise would have thought they could have done. Okay, well that leaves me with the uh, Tony Storm conundrum now, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be the first? Is to Tony Storm gonna go undrafted? <laughs> um, oh god, she's so good, but she is gonna get signed up. So, or well, you know, she is gonna get taken away, I'd imagine. Uh, but also the person that I'm going to take has that problem as well so I'm going to take Ginny I know she may not be on the scene as much with the WWE deal but I just think she's such a good heel that I can't you know not take her yeah Ginny's always been taken in the first round um, of the women before and yeah much like Kelly with WXW she's sort of synonymous with progress so um you can see why she always goes, and you can see why she's being looked at by WWE so strongly. Um, but again, we've got got that issue where she may not be around as much anymore. But we'll see, we'll see. Mike Kilby. Okay, so as part of... I don't know, I've, I'm not going to pick Tony Storm. She's never really a consideration. Um, as good, as good as as great as she is, I expected either somebody else to pick her. But then also, I had questions about the fifty percent rule. Is she going to be in the USA or even Japan? More so, I don't know. Um, my number one pick is going to be Melanie Gray, but she wasn't originally my number one pick. I had a few other people in front of us, but the other the rest of my people, I think, are obscure enough. I think I can get away with picking Melanie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like it because she went. She fell to round four um, last year, and I thought that was a bit of a shame because, yeah, the stuff that she does is is very fun and certainly exactly what WXW are looking for. And she's a good like, primer. She's a good actor. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, <laughs> again, synonymous with WXW. She's the new champion, and if that's a spoiler. <laughs> um, and yeah, you're you're always guaranteed some sort of excitement with Melanie. Um, something a bit different. So I, I definitely like her going in round one. That's that's much better than her going in round four. <laughs> you, you should have picked her instead of Martina in the first round last year because she yeah. had what you wanted, but like, yeah, not what you got. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get dunked on that forever. <laughs> Andrew Sinclair, mm. you get the double pick this time. And I will avoid Tony Storm as well because I think like everyone else, wow. I think she's going to get swallowed up into the big conglomerate mess and then not seen for some long period of time so my first of the two i will go with kaylee ray because she was my first choice anyway and i was kind of surprised that no one took her so i'll take her and then for the other one i will go with charlie morgan because i think 
her work's a bit inconsistent, but I think if when when she's with the right people, I've found her really really entertaining, and her stuff in Eve I thought was really good. So mm. I will go with Kayla Ray and Charlie Morgan. Yeah, obviously that balcony dive sort of made her. <laughs> um, and she, as Arne says, she certainly came off like a star on that Eve show, um, which you very much enjoyed, Arne. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was yeah. a fucking great show. Totally. Yeah, so if if she's repping that brand, then she's certainly certainly a strong pick, and KLR's always a strong pick. Like <laughs> We almost make a joke that it's always Tony Storm and KLR, um, which is why I dared to break that up last year and fell on my face doing so. <laughs> And we're back to Mike. We're back to me. Um, I'm... I don't know. I'm a little bit... Uh, I think I'm going to go for it straight away. So uh, my, my promotion is going to stack up all of the, the, uh, the German gold straight away. Yeah. I'm going to go for hailing all the way from uh, Bray County, Wicklow Island, the uh, the Bethlehem of uh, Irish wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to go for Katie Harvey. Oh, I'm I'm so angry with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I just I think um, I've got plans for the other the other two picks, so that will obviously this will all kind of be a little bit more obvious when we get to it in a bit. But um, for you know for me, I think Katie Harvey's done really good work in GWF, really really good stuff in um, OTT uh, Def- the Defiant show, and also a lot of Fight Factory stuff as well. So for me. Um, I, you know, a no no brainer first round. Mm-hmm. Um, well, second round, but <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, first round of the women. So yeah, sorry, second round. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, Katie Harvey is absolutely fantastic, and the run she got in progress was absolutely dire and <laughs> shameful. Um, and it's good to, that she's back in OTT. Um, hopefully she'll get a big presence there. But as you say, she's sort of been going around all these un- like underloved indies, <laughs> um, and doing really well there, and. She's a very impressive wrestler, definitely, um, and very overlooked because of that progress run. So, <laughs> hopefully, she gets more big time shots this year. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I think I'm up next, Andy. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Well, seeing Katie go has now got me a bit panicked. Uh, so, <laughs> I am going to take Valkyrie, um, a young, mm-hmm. up and coming Irish female wrestler. Um, I think she's fantastic in the ring. Uh, I think she's had a couple of great matches with Katie Harvey and OTT, and I do think there's big things ahead for her. Oh yeah, I I watched uh, the triple threat with them um, featuring in it, and that yeah, and Sammy Jane Valkyrie was very impressive in there with two women who are a, a lot more experienced than her. Um, and obviously, we we talk a lot about the OTT youth movement, and it's great to see that they're getting that with the women as well. Um, they've got a couple of girls now who are coming through um, and looking very impressive. Valkyrie's already got the gimmick uh, down, um, and yeah, with Katie Harvey molding her, that should be a, a very interesting one to look back on in a year. And that means we come back to me, um, and maybe it's just recency bias talking because. She hasn't done too much recently, but when she has done it, it has been very, very exciting. Um, I'm going to pick Alpha Female, uh, who's been absolutely crushing it since she came back to WXW. Um, The promos are excellent. Her appearance is amazing, obviously, and you you just want to watch her when she's on screen. Uh, She's she's got that presence, but maybe not all the women who's going to get drafted here do have. Um, 
and just her, her interactions with Avalanche at Shortcut to the Top were fantastic <laughs> and the best bit of that show. So if you can create moments like that, even if you don't have her around all the time, it's worth having Alpha Female on board. Uh, when I said I was kind of choosing to go one way or the other, it was basically Millie McKenzie or Alpha Female, so you, I almost got both. <laughs> almost. So close. Um, you know what? I'm just going to take Tony Storm, screw it. Yeah. Someone had to eventually. <laughs> she would have fallen to the, to the third round, I think. And that means we are back to the men. And we're going to go going to go six rounds this time with the men and back to the original order with me going first um, and snaking round so obviously I went with Mark Davis in round four so it only makes sense to take Carl Fletcher in round five I'm not going to be that guy I'm not going to be that guy never Aussie Open equals good <laughs> Andrew <laughs> right hey. I realise I'm falling down a rabbit hole of having a quite a weak team. So I am going to go, and this might also be a terrible pick, I'm going to go with Mark Haskins. Because uh, I think when he's not tagging with Jimmy Havoc, I think he's actually quite interesting. So, yeah, I'm Mark Haskins. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I love Haskins. Definitely, definitely a good pick. Um, and kind of surprising he didn't go in, in the top 16, but that's how sacked it is now. And obviously you've got to pick your faves. And that's but why I, I think picked- maybe Haskins... Well, I picked Joe Carter. He <laughs> took his place in the top 16, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Haskins, he's kind of nobody's fave, but everyone has him high on the list. So <laughs> it kind of makes sense that he's down in round five. But, yeah, definitely a strong pick for this round. Uh, um, this is kind of tricky because there's, there's somebody who hasn't been picked that I don't particularly want to leave on the board for somebody else. Mm. Um. <laughs> I think, I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious as well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and draft Pack. Ooh, Ooh, that wasn't obvious to me at all. Your reasoning, sir. <laughs> uh, well, he hasn't wrestled anywhere for about a year. Um, he is exceptionally good. Uh, he got signed by WWE at completely the wrong time. So, like, when he could have gone there as part of the, the Cruiserweight Classic, that would have turned him into a star, I think. Uh, he could have gone there as part of the UK thing, and I think he'd be the, the face of that, because uh, he is that good. Plus, he hasn't really wrestled, like, any of the guys I've already got at all. He's wrestled so, barely none of these, barely any of them at all. Yeah. On, on anybody's been, list. <laughs> he's been in the, in the system for uh, however long he's been there. So, uh, I think him being out on the indies, I think he's going to be based on in the UK. Uh, so I think he's going to have more matches here than anywhere else. It's a bit of a okay. long shot. I might be, I might have fucked that up a it little is. bit. But if he does, then it's going to look great. <laughs> and he also is eligible because. He has wrestled zero matches this year, and 50% of zero is zero. So. And he is English, so technically... He, he is European. So, Pac, I'll I'll allow you to fall on your sword if that goes tits up. <laughs> but if, a, if it but goes it could be right. a masterstroke. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it, if he if he's announced for any show in Europe, it's, it'll explode. It'll, yeah. it'll, 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 it'll be a... It'll be a must Like, it'll immediately sell out any show, effectively, yeah. I think, he goes on. <laughs> Um, and then 
everybody in there and their mother will want a book uh, pack. <laughs> He'll be in all of the tournaments, I expect. And, you know, it's, I think, uh, yeah, it's a really, could be a very shrewd pick, for, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I've kind of, now I'm at a crossroads where there's lots of, I, I've got a list of about 40 people who I would quite like, which is. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of so it's kind of going who do we kind we'll, of we'll just to... keep going after everyone else is finished we'll just keep drafting yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, but i'm gonna go for somebody who um f- first time i saw him wasn't hugely impressed but i think over the better part of the year for me the one of the biggest success stories of rev pro in the last in the last six months or so uh he's got a pinfall victory over zack saber jr in the cockpit i'm gonna go for el fantasmo uh, as my uh, pick, I think he's somebody who, who can um, kind of go in any weight division you could put him. He's kind of he's built bulky enough that he can be quite seen quite feasibly as like a heavyweight. But equally, he flies better than a lot of people in like who would be considered a cruiserweight star. So I think Phantasmo is a real good jack of all trades. And I don't know, I think you can fit him in everywhere. Yeah, I really like El Phantasmo. He, I mean, he's really come on in this calendar year. Um, and he had the story to sink into with David Starr, um, where he was a really good babyface. You know, he's got the funky entrance, um, and he's a nice guy. He's a nice Canadian man, <laughs> and he's stepped out of the shadow of being Kyle O'Reilly's best friend and become so much more. So yeah, I, I yeah, I think round five is a perfect landing spot for him. Good pick, and Lee gets the double now. Yeah, I think following your lead on your last double, I think I'm gonna take a tag team. Um... And I'm going to show my uh, OTT bias on this one as well. <laughs> I am going to take Nathan Martin and LJ Cleary, uh, a.k.a. Gordon Hype. I think these guys are some of the best up-and-coming young guys in Europe. Um, I think they're going to go real far. I mean, they were over with uh, RevPro or um, Fight Club um, this week, just gone. And um, I believe they were getting rave reviews from uh, the training seminars and things like that. So... Um, I fully expect you're going to see a lot of them in the UK over the next year. Yeah, that's a very exciting one because I'm pretty sure we all had more than hype on our lists, but maybe lower down as sleeper picks. Um, but Lee's going all in um, <laughs> on more than hype, and as he should. They've, they've certainly been impressive in their showings. I, I really like LJ Cleary and his barnet. Um, <laughs> it's, it's his hair is excellent. Favorite. Yeah, and I think if they if they can get to England and um, everywhere else, they definitely have a chance of making a big impact. Um, and I'm sure we'll be seeing many more Irish youngsters <laughs> in this draft as well. Okay, so it's back to me. Um, I've got a few people I'm sort of t- tossing around for this pick, but um, kind of the way this is going, I'm going to go for the one I think is most likely to be picked out of the... Th- the three names I've got going now. So I'm going to go for uh, another person who's a mainstay of the cockpit shows for years now, and I'm going to go for Josh Bodum. Uh, for my money, the well, and a lot of people's money, the the last true heel in uh, British wrestling. Um, huh. Any, you know, there's no, there's, there's nobody has anything good to say about him, sort of as, as like <laughs> in, in that sort of sense. Um, but like professional, professional wise, I think as a wrestler, he's He's brilliant, um, I think, and you know he can get a reaction like a few people, barring mm-hmm. maybe Gibson at the top of the card on my show. Um, barring Gibson, I don't think anybody gets as good reactions as Bowden. 
Yeah, wearing that All Japan hoodie was... <laughs> that got me good. I was I was <laughs> very angry. <laughs> Takawamori should uh, punch him out of his boots. <laughs> yeah, very good pick. Uh, we do like Bodum here. Mr. Onfurious, round six pick. Yeah, I, I kind of had Bodum in the pocket there. I was thinking yeah. oh, that would be a good pick for this round, but... Uh, uh, I'm going to do, uh, well, complete one of my tag teams here, um, seeing as Chris Brooks works with so many different uh, uh, partners, I'm going to select, well, actually my second favourite partner of his, Gresham isn't really allowed, because he's just American. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Lucky Kid. Oh. <laughs> I Yeah. I was too away from Lucky Kid. <laughs> Didn't quite get background to me, but yeah absolute superstar like a kid and now he's oh, yeah. got a, a story that he can really sink his teeth into he's the emotional core of that rise story they're telling and that is going to push him over the top i think and also his match with timothy thatcher i think is still in my top 10 even after the g1 on the year that really is a must-see match from 16 carat um so yeah like a kid can kind of do it all um yeah i love him yeah <laughs> he's a great baby face and Andrew, you're up next. Oh, I think I know. I'm going to go for Dover of the Arrows of Hungary because Ooh. I think their bookings in RevPro, I think they're excellent. I have seen. I saw them about three years ago on a really random Hungarian show on YouTube. Um, <laughs> HCW, big fan. Yes, and I thought they were the absolute boys. So yeah. And now they're never in Britain. Dream come true. <laughs> I th- I think um, Dover's a really good kit because I think. Um, He's done a few um, sort of hardcore style matches as well, so I think with the like and like with the likes of maybe like Joe Coffey, uh, I think you could have quite a uh, you know you could that's I'm not booking your show for you, but like that's a poten- that's a potential blood feud I think you could have, and I think that'd be really really good stuff. Um, and yeah, Dover Dover was shortlisted for me, so mm. yeah, I had him. Uh, I had him as well. Arrows are hungry, definitely. I was looking out for, but Andrew's <laughs> Andrew's got them first, and I promise not to pick. Icarus <laughs> in my next two picks. Uh, I wasn't going to anyway. Um, but who am I going to pick? Well, there's one guy who's maybe quite surprising, but maybe not so much, but he hasn't been taken yet. Because um, he was taken really early in, in in last year's draft, and probably the year before, but he does kind of slip through the cracks, as always. Um, I'm going to take Mark Andrews with my round six pick. Um, and obviously his credentials don't need to be explained too much. <laughs> um, he has very good matches left, right, and center. Obviously the WWE thing is a, is a caution, but also, you know, we've taken the British Strong Style guys already, and he's sort of next in line for them, so to get him at round six I think is a bit of a steal. And pairing him, pairing with him, it could go in a couple of directions. Um... But I will go for, I may regret it, but Scotty Davis. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, before all of um, before all of the, the Irish youngsters get taken, I <laughs> figured I should sort of snap up the, the blue chipper amongst them. Um, you know, he's been working around Britain now as well. He went to Fight Club Pro. He's one of uh, Will Ospreay's young lions as well. Um, so he's definitely opening doors for himself in that regard. And kind of if Jordan Devlin gets snapped up any anywhere, if he gets signed anywhere, I think Scotty Davis is probably the next in line to sort of 
being the Irish ace of OTT. So I kind of had to grab him before any of you guys did. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely see him getting built up as the next, you know, homegrown ace. That that could be a very strong pick. In, in a year, we might look at that and go like, yeah, yeah, he probably could have got him a couple of, couple of guys earlier. Uh, Icarus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no discussion. <laughs> Arrows of hunger equals good. <laughs> I was tempted doing a tease there and going for Mark Coffey, but I didn't think it would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the rob of this round and split up all your tag teams. <laughs> um. Okay, so I, I'm kind of surprised he's still on the board. Uh, I'm going for Travis Banks. Yeah, uh, I, I know he... His booking has been a little bit suspect over the the past year, I guess, and he's currently injured. Um, but yeah, I think he's worth it definitely at this stage. Uh, I, I immediately after you said, um, I was begin. I was sort of writing uh, down what other people other people were thinking. Pick and when you said second best tag team partner, I was just immediately assuming you were saying Travis Banks for CK. <laughs> so, you know, hey, that, I'm, I kind of had him written at the bottom of my page just in case everybody else forgot him. But um, <laughs> well, yeah. no, That's um, another Brooks tag team. So I, yeah. I think my tag team division is just going to be like Chris Brooks and other people. Yeah, you have I'm to not... fight. The tag team tri- title is actually a singles belt, but you get to team with Chris Brooks. Yeah, whoever whoever <laughs> wins. <laughs> the singles I don't really know. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm actually going to complete one of my tag teams, which I sort of had um, written down. Uh, I'm going to pick um, somebody who, from I would say, one of the most underrated workers in Europe as a whole. Um, I think potential to do both face and heel, but in this position, I'm going to make him heel. Uh, really big guy, muscular, um, and I think with Josh Bodum will be one of the biggest shit-eating tag teams in the world. I'm going to pick. He's big. He's Dutch. He does the camel clutch. Emil Satochi. <laughs> I just think Bodum and Satochi, um, they're two kind of similar. They're, they're kind of cut from the same sort of cloth. And I think they're both kind I... of, gl- I, I, as a tag team, just big jacked dudes just lamping on like nerds. I just think it'd be brilliant. <laughs> I... Controversial opinion, maybe. I think Satoshi's better as a face. Oh, I've, yeah, I've been really in- enjoying him. Yes, but then face. you do have the potential. Kind of him a bit. You kind of have. I, I, I admit, I do prefer him as the face, but I think there's the potential of, um, you know, there's the potential to have face turn down the road with Satoshi as well. Yeah. But he can just, be a lovable shit muncher. I just think if you, if you get these, <laughs> if you, if you get these two guys, um, um, you know, wearing the same. Same kit, stay away from the velvet trunk, Bodum. But like, I think get him looking like a really jacked unit. I think it'd be great team. There we go. And we go to Lee with the double pick. Yeah, I'm just looking down my list. I'm not sure where to go next. Um, I think first up, I'm gonna take Eddie Dennis. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a solid enough pick for this stage. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, don't really need to explain why it's fucking doing it. <laughs> um, and second, I am going to take another OTT guy. I'm going to take Sean Guinness. Oh, the Max. I like it. Bring it. Bring in the ladies in, are we? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people wanted Guinness as more of a sleeper pick, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> that it's, seems it, to be Lee's bag. 
it's unsure if he'll be around as much yeah. as he is right now, but I think at this stage he's a nice little uh, grab. Yeah, definitely. There's always a worry that he'll just be in zero one one forever and never make any tape of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like he's certainly been impressive since he's been over in OTT, and he's, he's stayed for a little while, so we'll see if he can make the, the 50% mark. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely like that pick, and obviously Eddie Dennis has been crushing the character work. They've kind of softened off on the, the Dennis Andrews feud heading into Wembley, which seems kind of weird, but um, I mean, he's certainly made himself much more known over the past couple of months. Um, definitely his stock has risen, so it's it's a strong pick there. Okay, uh, I'm kind of at the point where I've got so much choice still that it's yeah. kind of <laughs> it is a thing. Um, someone who I think he's gone off a lot of people's radar um, since departing WXW around April time. Um, he's shown up in GWF, he's shown up in Southside a lot. Uh, I'm going to go for Bad Bones. Um, simply because he's ready for TV, you could put him on mm. TV. He's got, for me, for, for me one, like face, facial-wise, uh, he's he can he's one of the best facial expressions in, like in Europe for me mm-hmm. um, and I think you can put him anywhere against anybody and usually bring puts a really big match a really great match on I know he's not the most popular guy uh, with a lot of the German sort of um, press corps should we say but um, for me I like, <laughs> yeah uh, bad bones is one of my, one of my favorite wrestlers and uh, I'm glad he's still there so on the <laughs> list. His performance as the WXW champion was phenomenal. Um, obviously, the the freeway where he lost the title, uh, like he was, you know, he looked like he was in the WrestleMania main event. Like he was that pumped up and that on that much of a high performance wise. You know the the um, entrance and all that. Yeah, yeah, with it. But also like those um, the rise meetings where he'd be at the head of the table and angrily looking at them all were very very compelling and like <laughs> you really wanted to see what would happen next there and him playing off with Pete Bouncer was you know scintillating at times um and all that for you know lo- you know low production budget um you know just a bunch of wrestlers acting <laughs> and it turned out to be really really good um you know and now he's now he's on the uh, the GWF side of Germany indeed uh, for their three count series which um has a one thousand one hundred thousand euro budget nearly. Um, you can tell <laughs> that's um, that's kind of. I think it's it's showing him even better than before. So that's Brilliant. for me. And we're back to on now. Yeah, I had bad bones down <laughs> the, oh. <laughs> uh, for this round. I was like, people aren't going to pick bad bones. He isn't even in WXW anymore. But then. I kind of have a sneaky feeling that he's going to be back at some point, and when he is, it's going to be amazing. I had I had so, bad bones coming back at shortcut as the uh, mysterious thing that Bouncer was upset about with Tarkam, but there we go. <laughs> mm. I think it might be a longer, longer yeah, simmering I think a lot longer. deal than that. But yeah, I'm very excited if it does happen. So, but yeah, that's that's how I had. So uh, I need to readjust my thinking somewhat. <laughs> uh, I'm just one step ahead on all the way through. Yeah, at the. <laughs> Like like <laughs> two out of the last three rounds. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to switch it around a little bit. I'm going to go with Francis Caspin. Uh, yeah. He's, well, I, I can tell from the reaction that he's he's good for, for everyone. But uh, yeah, Caspin's a real prospect. 
Like, uh, he, he's got massive potential and he's been getting better every time I've seen him. So mm-hmm. I think in a year, even better. Uh, yeah, I mean, JFK fresher than you has been <laughs> very exciting so far. I was initially sceptical of the heel turn, but I mean, Caspin and Skillet are absolutely yeah, making right. it. And obviously, Caspin has the big upside. He's only like 22, I think, or something. So um, certainly a strong pick. And he's been... he. He's been heading up the draft board, <laughs> so I could see in a year's time him possibly challenging for the top 20. I was one away. Oh. oh. E- everyone has been one <laughs> away. Blame Mike. Blame Mike for picking bad bones. <laughs> um, I will go for another one of the talented Irish youngsters. I will go with Curtis Murray because I think he's actually really good. Um, yeah, I don't really think beyond that, to be honest. <laughs> like that's all that's all the justification you need to be honest <laughs> i mean i think we're all gonna have like a flippy dude division so i think this yeah. is where we're gonna be getting all these names just saying yeah we like them <laughs> Miss, mr the aviator himself <laughs> uh, just yeah, make sure I you mean, have st john's we, as we get later on you don't really need to justify it so much it's just i like them <laughs> and we're starting to get to that point um and now i get a double pick um, looking at my board, and I was gonna take JFK here, but uh, again, two away. Ah. Um, <laughs> so instead, I'm going to deny other people their fun. Um, <laughs> Some good killjoying, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm gonna take Gang Gang, Dirty Dragon. <laughs> oh, I'm just happy. I'm I'm happy you got drafted. More than oh, yeah, he, I mean, I don't, <laughs> did he get drafted last year? I don't think no, so. No, no, he wasn't on. But, I mean, he's a lovely dude. His storyline has been, you know, it's it's hit home, certainly, for a lot of people. Um, the trial series has been fun, and his interactions with Emil Satochi have, like, they've fleshed out his character so, so well. Um, he had the pillow, the pillow fight with Jackson Stone, <laughs> Femme Fatale, which was very fun. Um, you know, he's clearly a guy with a lot of ideas, very creative. And you know he delivers on those ideas. Um, but now my next pick is a bit tougher. Dragon was you know high on my list, but now I could be that guy and take one half of a tag team. Now would that be okay with everyone? Go for it. <laughs> Depends um, on the tag team. Hmm. I. I think I could probably get them later, so I'm gonna. Hmm. Sorry, this is the first one I've been like diffi- having difficulty over. <laughs> um. Okay, <laughs> Come I'm on, Ollie. I'm gonna, no, I, I'm. I know. I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I've, even though he, uh, he's not a European. But I think he does qualify for 50% this year, and I'm pretty sure he'll qualify for 50% next year. The Prince of Pro, Alexander James. Mm, I think that could be a risk for myself. Yeah, same here. I crossed him out Oh no. Reason. He's spending six months here, six months there, and I don't know. I don't know. I think he could be risking. risking, yeah. risking I, I, I had him on my shortlist. I, I didn't, no. didn't really know either, but yeah, he was on there. I mean, he's been very impressive as of late. Obviously, he was in 16 carat, but didn't get too much of a chance to shine there. Um, but I think most he's mostly impressed me at the Inner Circle shows, <laughs> where it's only like 150 people and everything he does 
is so crisp and you can see exactly what he's trying to do every which way. His matches with um, Julian Pace have been very, very fun. Um, and yeah, like <laughs> he can wrestle a good match with anyone. So definitely a guy I would like to have on my team. Hmm. I oh I could get I think I can get him later. I uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the um, ignoring. We're at that now. that stage already. <laughs> I'm gonna say Pete Bouncer. Ooh, love it! I love it because I think his promo stuff with Bad Bones was some of the most compelling stuff for for what it was really. So. But I, I, his in-ring always worries me a bit. But anyway, we'll go ahead. So. <laughs> uh, well, you say you say this stuff with Bones is really good, but the big money matches, you know, Bones is on my card. My card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is Bouncer without Bones? Mm. Well, I was looking at like... the card to see if there's anyone else with like terrific abs that you could feud with. <laughs> well, Devlin, obviously. <laughs> oh, Alani. I'm, I'm a big fan of Bouncer. Alani. <laughs> and Joe Cobb I, mean, form- his- I oh, could have a little sorry. gang of just dudes with abs big abs dudes with abs there you go Andrew <laughs> there's your, your, your main stable um, oh it's my turn um, I'm going to go with Omari uh, mm-hmm. he's really really good I don't think he's had a particularly good year but um, I don't think he'll have a year as indifferent as this next year so i think come sort of next august when we sit down to talk about mm. uh, how this went i don't think i'll regret taking him in this spot no i mean i i'm obviously um alan took him in the third round which was definitely a reach that was too early year. yeah um but i was umming and ahhing over him versus alexander james and yeah it's just that that feeling that Almost like he had that moment to break out and he's he's missed it. <laughs> like obviously that can come back around, but I don't think it's gonna happen in that frame of time in the next like six months or so. Like he had that moment after winning Infinity where it was like this is the guy now, and then it, <laughs> you know he's back to the the seven man scrambles in the first match on Flight Club Pro. So if Flight Club Pro can get their shit together and make Omari Kyle Fletcher's big. Rival. I think they they do kind of have him in penciled in there. I think so. Yeah, I just you know I can't trust the booking. <laughs> um, so we'll see with Omar. He's definitely a risk, but obviously the talent is there. He's a he's a blue chip prospect. I think at, at this stage, I, coming in. I think it's a good good risk at this stage. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I, I... My kind of promotion, I don't want it to be kind of as ready for TV as possible. So somebody else who is, I think, backstage as is really, really great in his segments, both for GWF and for WXW, I'm going to go for Tarkan Aslan. Um, uh, he's, again, I think he's one of these people that a lot of people maybe have slept on for a couple of couple of months. But if you watch, like, particularly um, the Light Heavyweight World Cup from uh, March this uh, April this year in GWF, uh, Aslan was superb in that, and I just think yeah, he's he's, re- he's somebody who would be ready for TV and would work well in this sort of mm-hmm. uh, promotion. Yeah, obviously, I mean his his talking has been absolutely fantastic, and that's kind of why I'm so hyped for his his feud with Lucky Kid. Is just the promos that he's cutting right now are mm-hmm. tremendous. He's got the facial expressions down as well. His in ring is all right. Um, but my big issue with him is the gear. I think he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's got to change. <laughs> he's not shown 
his best in WXW. No, they haven't really given him the chance no. to go all out. I haven't seen the light heavyweight World Cup, but obviously you've talked it up big time, Mike. So maybe I'll have to check it out and see what Aslan can do when when the leash is off, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, um, I've had a name sitting at the top of my list for the last little while. The only problem is I'm not sure if he qualifies for the 50% in Europe. So I'm just going to throw his name out there, and if you guys don't think he's eligible, I'll take him off. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. I think it'd be a stretch. I, I think it's a stretch, isn't it? I'll put him down, unless Arn has anything to say about it. <laughs> I'm not sure he's at 50%. Um, but he but might be close. He's year. close. That's why I'm, I'm kind of saying I'll put it down to if you guys let you guys decide. I'm putting it down because he has had fairly lengthy times here. Obviously, he was in WXW for a while um, and living there for like a couple of months. So I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. again, if if it doesn't come off at all, if he's if he stays in Canada. Um, for the next year, then we'll laugh at you next year. That's, <laughs> That's well, part of the deal, basically. Well, he's going to work elsewhere uh, rather than just in Canada. I don't think that's going to happen. So, oh yeah, and in DDT. It's, he, yeah, it's whether <laughs> it's whether he gets more time in DDT than he does in Europe, which yeah, I, I don't know. It's close. I didn't actually work that one out because I, I kind of figured he was more Japan than, than anything else. So yeah. maybe maybe I dropped the ball on that one. Uh, at least picked it up. Sporting reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does really love Takashita, so I, I think the lure of Japan might <laughs> keep him there. But we'll see, Lee. We'll see. Uh, okay, I think I'm gonna have to be the dickhead that splits up the tag team. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really like these guys and I'm not going to take a chance that they get taken in the next rounds. I'm going to take uh, the artist formerly known as Adam Chase, Carlos Romo, from Team Whitwolf. Good choice. Mm. Very good choice. I yeah, but those guys are great, yeah. I was definitely considering Team White Wolf. Um, and yeah, obviously they've been making waves. Uh, the attack tag team champions, that's definitely a strong base for them to build on in the UK. And obviously they've been making Spanish wrestling relevant, which is exciting. We, we always like seeing new promotions from different places emerge and pop up. And their, their free matches on YouTube have certainly been making the rounds, um, you know. And what I like about them is almost like they're completely a new generation of indie wrestlers who, like, wrestle as they've seen from, like, guys from Progress and stuff. So... Whereas the guys who wrestle in progress now, like Mark Haskins, may be influenced by, you know, mid mid noughties Ring of Honor. These guys are now influenced by early tens, Will Ospreay, Jim versus Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> and I just like that there's a new there's a new era of guys who are wrestling based on the wrestling that was popular as we've been covering it and watching it. So <laughs> that's really fun for me. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting into a bit of a corner now, really. I'm, I've just kind of got my my uh, sort of massive list of people I just would like. Um, <laughs> um, I might have to have a quick think. So, um, bear with me for a moment. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be horrible. I'm going to split up one of your tag teams. I'm going to split up somebody else's tag team. I'm going to take Kyle Fletcher. Oh, he's already gone. For some reason, I thought you'd only got Mark Davis. My apologies. Okay, in which case... <laughs> God, in which case, I'll take Kip Sabian then, please. 
I'll take Kip Sabian. I think, uh, although he's kind of not had the breakout year, I think a lot of people thought he would have. Um, I think uh, Sabian's one again. He's another one who you could you could put him either in a singles singles or you could put him in tag team. You could get him anywhere. I think he's just a good workhorse for that. Yeah, he's one. As you say, you're trying to do a sort of TV ready roster thing, and he's one of the guys who's actually done quite well on World of the Sport. And I think will the stock will go up for him from that because he is a very Love Island esque heel and <laughs> definitely has that look about him. All, but um, I, I think you could put him in kind of a you know a you know because he's a handsome guy. You could put him as like a good looking tag in a good looking like tag, uh, face tag team sort of thing as well. I think yeah, you could do both ways with him. And we're back to on. Um, yeah, I was just kind of flicking through a list of like who was left. So uh, the the guy that I think has possibly the most potential of the ones that are left on the shelf is Julian Pace. Uh, mm. So I'm going to take him. Um, Pace, grumble, grumble, yeah, he's he's really good. Like and. If WXW have taught us one thing, it's that you watch the guys that they push when they're young because in a couple of years they're going to be great. So, yeah, he's going to be great in a couple of years. I hope he, he's going to be great this time next year and I can just look back and go, that was that was an easy choice. Yeah, again, the problem is he may not have a great year coming up, but obviously he's got loads and loads of potential. Um, yeah. You know, we like his cars gimmick. It's It's good fun. Um, and obviously him and Caspin are the only two who've come through, um, that training academy as official graduates, I guess. So, you know, the, the quality is high there and the, the, the upside is very high. And, um, obviously Caspin is just emerging into, into something even better than he's already been. So the same thing could happen to Pace this year. He could definitely go up. Um, so I think that's a pretty good pick. Hmm. I'm thinking. Which is no. <laughs> the young and Ari. Yeah. Well. Mm. Well, I was going to go for Kip Sabian and stick in with his new new best mate and tag team partner, um, Yestin Race, the Pride of Gloucester. But uh, I have to think of something else. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if this one will count, uh, but he has been here for a year, so I assume it will. I'm going to go with Sean Custom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he counts. Because yeah, I thought he was a lot better than Adam Brooks when they were tagging together. I thought he was the one who actually looked like decent. So yeah. The the first yeah. couple of times I saw Sean Custom, I thought he was rubbish. But um, like, if there's somebody who's massively improved uh, by coming to the UK, I think it's him. Uh, whereas Adam Brooks came here, and I don't think he did anything. No. He just, if anything, he got worse while he was here. Sean Custom has has improved a lot. Yeah, customs on the upside. I remember me and Arn saw him in 2016, <laughs> back in the, the um, what was it? I can't even remember what it was called now, the, the old Fight Club Pro venue. <laughs> fiction. The Fiction. Fiction. Obviously. A lovely fiction, where dreams were made. Um, and yeah, Custom just got completely, like, like no-sold by the crowd there. <laughs> so it's good that he's, like, now starting to emerge a bit more. Um, so certainly, um... Not an immediate star, but no one, not not everyone has to be when they come over. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good pick. We'll look on that and see what he's done next year. And my last pick before we go to round two of the female side of the draft 
and I believe I picked this man in the exact same spot last draft, and I'm going to do it again here, and that is Angel Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Because he is the master of the comedy match right now, and not just, like, like a five-minute comedy match. He does these, like, elaborate, like, mini-plays, basically, with his machetes and his guns and all the crazy shit he can think of. Um... And it's it's very exciting, and the the amount of you know effort that must go into constructing these matches with Be Cool and Team Prick and whoever they're in there against, you know it's it clearly shows that he has loads of talent, and you can't just deny him as a comedy wrestler. Um, you know he he adds something very unique to OTT cards and uh, fleshes it out nicely, and it isn't just you know super indie guys having flippy do matches. It's it's something a bit different. Also, he can go against Dirty Dragon. I've made a match right there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which means we're now on to the second round of the female draft. And Arn will be going first with that. Yeah, this... As he flicks through his notes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just kind of... I I have it in a slightly different order, so I just kind of flick... Yeah. Um, There are some really, really good talents left here... Um, but the one that I that I want that I just can't help myself, and I'm going to have to pick is Vesta. Um, <laughs> every time I've seen her, she's just been really good, and she's been wrestling Tony Storm, so I kind of have a ready-made match. I think she'd be really good with Millie as well. And of the other women that are left, there's some really, really talented women there, but I don't think any of them have got that kind of presence. Yeah, imagine um. Alpha female versus Vesna. <laughs> it's that happening be... at GWF this weekend, I believe. Oh, oh my goodness. Should we fly out to I'm Germany? 99% <laughs> sure it is. That's just like your mum's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Your mum and your aunt. Um, yeah, Vesna were obviously hugely impressed against Tony Storm at Femme Fatale last year. Uh, she got pulled back for a nice little run um, at 16 Carat Night 3 in that four-way, um, which everyone was excited to see. Um, and yeah, GWF are using her more predominantly, so <laughs> this seems to be com- becoming a theme of this draft show, but go watch GWF. <laughs> Should get a sponsorship out of this. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that means I'm picking next, um, and my third woman. Again, I've got a few different ways to go here. Um, and I'm kind of annoyed Vesna got taken because that would have been fun and then I could have made Vesna versus Alpha Female but there's some talent on the board there's some talent on the board and I will go with I mean I've got two Aussies already so I may as well go for a third Charlie Evans Um, I mean she's she packs a wallop (laughs) in her matches certainly Um, yeah definitely like more physical than a lot of the women who are her size and also, she's very, very popular, so <laughs> she'll bring people in. Um, Wrestling-wise, she's getting there. Like, she's still very young. Like, like, I think she's only, like, 18 or 19. So, I mean, she's not incredible yet, but she's got the personality down completely. Um, and she's always very fun to watch. And she works everywhere, so she's only going to improve. So, hopefully, um, that'll be a stock-up situation, and she'll maybe be going in the top 10 for the women uh, next year. 
think it's me again, isn't it? It is on to Lee, yes. Uh, okay, I am going to take Nina Samuels. I think she ah. can go, go either heal <laughs> her face and be solid in the ring. You just you can like I could put her in against um, anybody. I think and get a good match out of it. So uh, I think happy enough to pick up Nina now. Now you see that uh, Nina was my. I was hoping you'd go for somebody else actually because it would. It would nine up for nice for my my fourth pick, but uh, Nina Samuels is kind of a bit of a key thing for me, so I have to go back <laughs> to the drawing board for me. Um, I'm going to go for somebody, and simply on the back of um, no, I'm going to go for this first. I'm going to go for the the first the other person first, and I'll go to the other one. Uh, I'm going to go for Debbie Keitel because I thought Lee was going to pick him. Uh, pick her, sorry. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think um, I think she could she could kind of do both both heel and face very well. She's very um, sort of flexible in that department, mm. and I just think yeah, one of the best young young ladies on the scene, and uh, you know, who just good pick for me. I think really. <laughs> well done, Mike. I don't know. No, it's just it's just someone who I wanted. Yeah. Actually, like this time, I actually have a load of people written down that I can actually still go for. Uh, I, first of all, the two I've got, I'm going to go for Sammy Jane because I think she's actually really underrated. And the Rev Pros Women's Tournament at the start of the year, I thought she was the best one by quite a way. Uh, and then the um, other one I'm going to go for is she was spoiler alert. She was the she became the NXT UK Women's Champion, so I assume she's going to be here. For a while, uh, Rhea Ripley. She's only twenty-one, so I think the next year she could really kind of break through and make a name for herself. I'd completely forgotten that happened. That's out of left field, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if she's going to be repping NXT UK, she's going to be racking up UK dates. So <laughs> even though she's never wrestled on the UK indies, I, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's a very smart pick, Andrew. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And we're back onto me, aren't we? So, uh, thankfully, my 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 uh, fourth choice didn't uh, didn't get picked. And I, someone who I've kind of always uh, sort of first seen her for a few matches at the cockpit. Um, and yesterday, uh, she basically proved that it was uh, she's a great great pick. And I think there's a lot of potential for a match on this card. But I'm going to go for Zoe Lucas. Um, just come off a tour from Stardom, I believe. Um, but on the on the uh, cockpit shows she's been really really strong so um yeah go there's a potential um disney-esque uh, match going from like the this kind of the sweetest of the sweet with zoe lucas against the disney evil uh evil witch melanie gray i think you could have like you could play around with that quite a lot um like the evil evil sort of distilled versus like you know the queen of the cupcakes uh zoe, I, <laughs> zoe I lucas i kind of want to say that yeah, no, I just know that you mentioned it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was kind of going for for that thing. So, um, yeah, it's uh, that's something that I'm. That's my pick. Yeah, brilliant. And back to Lee. Uh, well, obviously, Debbie Coytel was going to be my last pick. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> uh, you know me too well. Um. Oh, now I'm stuck. I am. Gonna take. I think I'm gonna take uh, another young Irish lady. I'm gonna take Raven Creed. She has been seen a couple of times on the main OTT shows, but she's mostly been um, on contenders, and I think she is just amazing. I think she's 
got real potential to go far. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Keeping with the theme, definitely, <laughs> of the young Irish talent. And obviously, Keitel and Creed, both to watch out for, as well as Valkyrie. Um, yeah, all very good picks there. And it's back to me. And there is one high-profile woman who obviously hasn't been picked yet. There's several, um, actually. <laughs> but what the one in particular I have in mind. Um, is it Martina? But... <laughs> <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh. Well, uh, oh. I'm gonna go have a cry now. <laughs> okay, I'll pick and then have a cry. Yeah, I'll go for Viper. Why the hell not? Yeah, because she's been having really good matches in places. <laughs> um, I would I would have thought Andrew would have picked her, obviously with the the ICW ICW rep. Um. But yeah, I, she'll definitely qualify for the 50%, I think. Uh, she's not in Japan that much. Um, obviously, her Japan body of work definitely adds to that. Um, World of Sport, obviously, she makes all those appearances. She's popular. And Made May Young Classic last year. May Young Classic, indeed. And versus Alpha Female. That could be a, a great Ooh. big gals match. <laughs> the big gals division. Um. Yeah, so... I figure I'm going to do uh, Vesna and Millie McKenzie as my main women's feud. I think that's going to be really fun to to see. Uh, so that leaves me with somebody to play as an antagonist against Tony Storm. And I was originally wanting Sammy Jane. I think that's a really good pick, Andrew. Um, but I, before I actually pick someone, I'm just going to point out who's left on the board still. You've still got like yeah. Casey Owens, uh, B. Priestley, Laura DiMatteo. Uh, like Chikara, Candy Floss, uh, Shanna, Jetta, Lana Austin. Like none, none of these women are going to get picked. Which, like, when you when you thought about like a first year when we did this, that is That's insane. Pack, yeah. Really. Yeah. Mate, next year we should probably add maybe a fifth and a sixth round. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we need more rounds because that there's a lot of talent left. Uh, yeah. I've, yeah, I'm thinking that <laughs> we've come up a bit short here, but <laughs> my, I mean yeah. that just it makes it even more privileged to be drafted. <laughs> my actual pick is going to be uh, Janie Hater, the Rev Pro Ooh. Women's Champion. Uh, I think she's a terrific heel, uh, in live and in person. Like her heel work is just despicable. I love it. <laughs> um, so her against Tony, I think, is your your, your babyface heel like secondary feud for me after Millie and, and Vesna. And I think that could kind of play off together. I might even do a, like a tag match or something. Awesome. Yeah. So as you say, um, great pool of talent there. And we've left <laughs> a fair few names off the board. So I will have words with um, Mr. Reed and <laughs> see if we can uh, add a fifth and sixth next year, because that, that's really, really cool. I, I think all, all of our female rosters are very strong there. Um, and yeah, there's still names to be had there. Martina. Um, such as Martina. <laughs> which no no, we, we laugh about Martina, but I think if you have, like, if if we're talking about wrestling as a business, she's somebody who does draw, and I think mm-hmm. you want people to come to your shows, and people want to come to see Martina, regardless of how people think about her rating ring work. I think there's... there's, there's <laughs> I thought a... you were going to say devastatingly incompetent. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's. What, but then, for every person who thinks that, there's five people who you know hashtag fancies Martina, yeah. and they're the people who uh, come to shows. So, it, if somebody fair. had picked Martina, it wouldn't have surprised me. Absolutely, 
Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Martina Defense Squad over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's back to the men, and we've got six more rounds. This is where we sort of throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, kind of. Um, I have so much shit to throw at this wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's three... I don't know, there's, there's a two, three big names still in it, I think. Oh yeah, yes. no, there's definitely definitely still talent here, but this is there's, sort of where we two, can get a bit there's more. There's two very things. big names that are left. I don't have any intention of drafting. Mm. Um, see, I've drafted Cruz, so I feel like I should go for Be Cool to complete the set. You should. Um, and what is Cruz <laughs> without Be Cool? He adds just that little bit extra to the act. <laughs> um, he, you wouldn't have the crazy tag team matches without a tag team partner. And Be Cool is very, very fun. I like his short, or not his shorts, his, his trousers, his in-ring gear. It's He's a wacky, wacky character. I'm not going to draft Team Prick, but they're sort of there in spirit. I, I think an underrated thing with Be Cool is that when Be Cool goes and say an angel gets scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever notice in their matches, when B loses it, that's when Angel gets a bit worried, you know? So he's, he's even, B is even crazier than A. Pretty much. Mm. I am going to go for the wild boar, Mike Hitchman. Oh. Because, uh, I don't know, I think he might actually be one of the people who actually benefits from the whole NXT UK thing. So I'm going to go for everyone's favourite rumbling little man. I, I think, um, have, have, having just kind of done the Progress WXW weekend, um, the... He's somebody who's come completely out of left field for me, and I kind of came away from the two progress shows this weekend. I really, really enjoyed him. Um, he's kind of somebody I want to see a lot more of, so yeah, good pick. Well, he was great in ICW last year with Mike Bird, um, so I would I would go with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I thought Ball was... Ball, I, I picked him like two years ago, and uh, he was... I think he was ready then to be a, like a star somewhere, but Nah. Um, okay, so we're we're into the the, the slightly more left fieldy things now, uh, <laughs> and I have a lot of a lot of space in my left field. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go with Dean Allmark. Um, wow, <laughs> he is a terrific wrestler. If he didn't look like uh, I don't know, like a pudgy middle aged man, then like he'd be booked everywhere. But he is a phenomenally good wrestler, and he hasn't really wrestled at any of the guys that I've got. So, Dean Ormark. And anyone that's going like, who? Just fucking look him up. Potentially, <laughs> potentially the winner of uh, next week's yeah. British J Cup. He's in. He's in the BJ Cup. He is a BJ. <laughs> Ollie. Okay, um, I'm going to say we're, we're fully in the left field now. Um, I'm going to go somebody who I think, well, uh, I saw him at Wrestling Cult this year. He kind of, uh, and Wrestling Deutschland. And Carnage? Current... No, no, not him. <laughs> uh, no, not Carnage. I'm going to go for uh, the other big wrestler from Croatia. I'm going to go for Chris Jokic. Oh, oh I like it. He was on my list. Yeah, he's on yeah. mine as well. He was so, on the uh, sleeve. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Um, look him up. He's brilliant. He is. Yeah, definitely the guy who impressed me most from uh, our morning of wrestling at Wrestling Cult and uh, also Wrestling Deutschland. 
Um, I'm hoping WXW will use him, even just for like a shotgun taping or two, uh, if they can get him, because he is he's very, very flashy and a great cruiserweight to have around. Uh, okay, I'm up double pick again. Uh, obviously, I'm going to finish off the Team White Wolf team, so I'm going to mm-hmm. take A-Kid. Um, obviously, he'll be teaming with Adam Chase, and I have a plan for this next one. I'm kind of surprised he's still on the board. I'm going to take Jimmy Havoc. Ooh. Yeah, he has fallen quite far, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. And uh, this rate is a good pickup, yeah. I, I did notice him still there, but I just didn't want him. I just to be honest, like Havoc has a like a niche spot for me, and I just mm. I don't really like his wrestling very much. But at this stage, that is a, a pretty tremendous pickup. Yeah, like again, I just I feel like he's he's had his run, you know, and obviously they went back to the Osprey feud um, for a match this past week. Um, which we'll have to watch to see how it went. I hear it went like forty minutes or something, so I'll strap in. <laughs> um but yeah, at, at this rate, it's a very good left field pickup. Like, <laughs> it, it's a it's a very it's a top guy, but down low. Um, so we'll see if he can raise back up again and see if you're a genius in a year's time. <laughs> I wouldn't count on. <laughs> I'm also gonna uh, dip into the well of progress, and uh, I'm gonna pick um, someone who yeah, I have I've seen a bit more of recently. Kind of last year, he wouldn't have even got anywhere near it. Um, I'm gonna go for TK Cooper. Uh, I think it's just a nice, nice safe pair of hands. I think you could put him in yeah. with a lot of people, um, and yeah, he was somebody who was still on the board, and I thought he was, yeah, that was that was why. Yeah. I, I mean, Cooper last year was injured, so that was why he got drafted at yeah. this stage last year. He was injured and, and being deported, so. <laughs> yeah, so we were all kind of worried for him, and he came back, huge ovation, got injured again, and now is mired in booking hell. Where <laughs> I, I wouldn't just put nothing the, has gone right for Paul. I Pico. wouldn't put him on the. I wouldn't put the big belt on him, but like I'd have him on. Yeah, you know, again, a good pick up at this stage, certainly. And I mean, he still has a hell of a lot more to give. And he, if he can hit another run, if he can like hit another vein of goodness, then he could be flying up the charts next year. Uh, the temptation to pick Mike Bird here and fuck up a Marauders reunion for Andrew <laughs> is very tempting. I, I'm not going to do it, though. Um, I, I'm kind of... Oh, shit, I didn't... Uh, yeah, I need Jay Skillet <laughs> for the, uh, the tag team with Francis Gaspin. Naughty. I kind of forgot he was there. Well, I'd rather I hadn't drafted him already. So, yeah, I, Jay Skillet. I just that's, looked that's... at my notes and I was like, why isn't he coloured in? <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky on cheeky, but yeah, obviously Skillet has sort of been the man who's turned Caspin uh, into a naughty boy, and that storyline's been very very fun. Um, and I can't wait to see what they'll do at World Tag League. I'm I'm starting to look at the ICW list now, and it worries yeah. me. <laughs> um, I I was going to pick Kenny Williams at the start. He was someone, but he has really gone off the boil recently, and his work this year's just not been really what I was expecting. I thought he'd really push on this year, and he just never did. So he will not be him. Instead, I'm going to go from someone who has impressed me on the cockpit shows, and I'm going to go for Dan McGee. Because I think he might really step up next year and actually start kind of putting on consistently better matches next year. Yeah, I think that's a smart pick. Um, Getting quite popular as well on the cockpit shows. Um, and um, he's 
one of the few people to cross the divide onto the uh, as part of the Rev Pro TT thing, and uh, <laughs> I think um, yeah, I think it could be a shrewd pick though. Yeah, that's definitely good a good pick. Um, he's just got his uh, fresh out of his young lion gear into his fake Tanahashi gear, <laughs> um, and had a very fun match with uh, Josh Bodum to open up uh, the Summer Sizzler. And as Mike says, going to OTT as well. That should be fun for him and get a, a new angle on wrestling for him. Definitely still a project, but a project that's actually going somewhere, which is good to see. Also interesting that he went ahead of Chapman, who's sort of gotten the bigger bigger of chances course. so far. Yeah, of course. Is um again, I kind of I think I, I hope this partnership is more and we get more of them guys and that a lot of our guys sort of go over more as well, but uh, yeah, it's is definitely interesting McGee was first, but there we go. Mhm. Okay, so I get a double pick now and it's tempting to go for another tag team. So, <laughs> so I will. I'll go with Damien Corvin and Bonesaw, the Kings of the North. Honda Saw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kings of the North kind of took over OTT for a bit there before they went all in on the, the Jordan Devlin mega push. Um, they were like a, a big anchor for um, for for the promotion while they were sort of still boiling Jordan Devlin up. Um, obviously their entrance at one of the national stadium shows last year was like a major highlight. They looked really, really big time there. Um, and they can talk as well. Bonesaw's, you know, Yadar, who's not happy that you come home at 1am, is going to talk some sense into you. A, a great theme as well. Can't underwrite that with, with the drums. <laughs> you know, it gives them a real major league look. Um, and they're always going to be there for OTT when they need a big tag feud. Uh, I'm going to go for Mark Coffey because mm-hmm. it was a toss-up between him and Mike Bird for the second tag team, and I realised I don't actually, I never had actually anything planned for Coffey. I just like him, so now nah, that yeah. gives me something to do. It certainly adds an extra element to the Joe Coffee pick. It's a good addendum. <laughs> or a panicked addendum. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind of addendum in the Eurodraft. Uh, I'm going to go for someone here that might not be on too many radars, but uh, he's kind of getting a little chance to show what he can do on World of Sport. Uh, I know Mike Kilby knows who he is because uh, he saw him wrestle Keith Lee. Uh, yep. For three CW, that's Justin Sizem. Yeah, good uh, pick. If he hadn't been away playing Hawkeye for that uh, Marvel traveling show that he was on, <laughs> I think he would be a lot bigger than he is. But he is a terrific wrestler, like really, really good. Oh yeah, he's got the look as well. I mean, he looks like a superhero, so <laughs> yeah, um, definitely made for prime time <laughs> world of sport. That guy. Um, but he's got he's got the in ring chops as well, certainly. Um, and we'll see if he can, you know, work all sorts of different places, get some big names under his belt. Obviously, the Keith Lee match was a big one for him. Um, definitely a big prospect for. He, he didn't look out of place in that match. So that makes me think yeah. he's destined for big things. Excellent. Right, I've got eleven names left and four spots. <laughs> well, twelve actually. Twelve names left. Um, I'm gonna go for somebody who I think could um, 
give a lot of variety to uh, if we kind of have a lower weight division someone who could give a lot of variety ground ground a few of the high flyers down we're going to go for fight muller uh, the Hamburg oh, catch uh, wrestler um, kind of come out of nowhere really for for me um, in the last six well the last three months let's be honest and uh, yeah I think um, could you could then maybe bring him into the Gibson you could bring him into Thatcher uh, higher up the card and I think yeah he be would be a good person to have as add just a bit of variety to the lower the sort of the undercard. Oh sorry, yeah, I'm up. I was just. <laughs> Ugh, uh, I don't know where to go now. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna take Jack Sexsmith. Mm-hmm. Even though he is injured. Yeah. Um, I'll take a chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's certainly a bargain pick at this rate. I think we're all just kind of avoiding him because we don't know how severe the injury is gonna yeah. be. But yeah. It's you know we're at the stage where you can take a chance on it. So yeah. um, I mean it, it's happened before in the Euro draft, so <laughs> certainly not going to begrudge you for it. And I will also take. I'm going to take Adam Maxted. I love it. <laughs> love Ireland's Adam Maxted. <laughs> I think I think he has a lot of potential. Obviously, he has the look for sure. But uh, every time I see him in ring in OTT, he just keeps getting better. And obviously, he has the Love Islands team. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I gave I gave Lee uh how many what what round did they go in? I gave Lee since round nine to do this one and he's not done it, so I'm having him. Mm. He's a, a graduate of the uh, Lance Storm Academy, the third the third the third wheel of uh more than hype. I'm gonna go for Darren Carney. I gave, I, I was I I was gonna maybe take him last round, but Joe, I think I gave you another. Yeah. I wasn't gonna st- yeah, snatch him straight I was, away. I was gonna, I was gonna take him next time around. Just <laughs> so, him, but I yeah. mean, I'm liking that Vite Muller Darren Carney uh, double for Mike there. Yeah, it's a, it's a strong double pick though. Yeah, Ollie, get your caps lock ready. I'm calling in the big grizzly. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Balls to you, Arm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to add on Big Grizzly? Or <laughs> just Do, you don't. No, you don't need to add, add just anything. Just Big Grizzly, in all caps. I'm speechless now. <laughs> were, were you actually going for Big Grizzly? Yes, because oh, wow. because he was in the square go, and I thought, cool, he's a big boy, and he was actually a good big boy, so I was going to go for him. He's also <laughs> from the same school. Uh, well, he, he's done a lot of work with uh, uh, Wild Boar, so that was a potential tag team as well. Um... I okay. Now I've got to think on the fly. I'm going to go for a uh, high flyer that I've seen some stuff for from Germany. I'm going to go for Oliver Carter. Oh, nice. good choice! Nice because good choice. I think he was next round. I think him against Curtis Murray in the show opener would be fantastic. Super pick. One I was hoping favorites. Carter would still be on the board on the last round, and I I could have picked him up there. But uh, yeah, good choice. Very good choice. And now I get a double pick. This is when I'm gonna just start. Your final two some names out there. Oh no, you have my final. No, I've got. I've, we've got three, three more, more. Three more. Well, I've got three more picks, and everyone else has two. Um, I'll go with Chuck Mambo first. He's been making steady improvement, and he got drafted fairly late 
last time, and we all said it was a good pick to go I that last, late. I think he's very last round last last. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've moved him up a little bit, <laughs> not too far, but I, he's definitely shown his value. He had a strong, super strong star sixteen. If progress would actually book him a bit more, that would help. <laughs> um, but he's he's working different places as well. He's just turned heel in attack, ripped off the mask, become the Mambo. Um, so that'll be a new side to him, which we'll see, and that's very exciting. He's showing his in, in-ring chops a lot more, and I think if he gets the chances, um, yeah, I think he'll definitely improve and maybe get like a big match under his belt. That's kind of what he needs right now. Um, so yeah, it's a good flyer pick for me, I think. Um, but that's sort of a mainstream flyer pick. Everyone knows who Chuck Mambo is. Um, for a, a, a less mainstream flyer pick. Actually, oh, there is, yeah, there's an interesting man still on the board. I'm not going to wait for anyone else to pick him. He's the man with the question mark on his face. <laughs> the Dominator. Great O'Connor. Ooh, yes. The Dominator. Yeah. I'd completely um, I thought the gimmick was dead on arrival when I first saw it. We were up in our private press box. Um, I think the joke in... I, I think the joke I made is this is how Gibson gets to work RevPro still. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with a big question mark. Yeah, we we all thought that it was like a like gonna be like a joke gimmick. It was gonna be like Bodem or someone like taking the piss out of Japanese culture, but. Like <laughs> all the shambling, and it was it was crazy to see, but yeah, it was Oka. But the match against Strickland, I really enjoyed, and I thought Okan was a major part of my enjoyment of that. I think he's getting there. He's getting the character stuff down. Um, he's still very Mongolian chop heavy, but I'm kind of okay with that. He threw some good lariats in that match, um, and he's got the presence down. So I think. You know, he's not clunky anymore, <laughs> um, and he's starting to get it with the character. You know, it's a major change, so it takes time. And, I mean, this late on, how could I lose? It's it's New Japan. <laughs> yeah, he had a great match against um, Rishi Ghosh uh, last month um, at the cockpit. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, say so he's here for... There's varying stories, some people saying six months, but I've heard as long as three years, which is... You know, hey, we'll uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, if it's months or years, I should get some value out of yeah, them either they, way. They like to let the characters develop and let the wrestlers develop uh, away from New Japan for a while, and even kind of let the the crowds back in Japan kind of get adjusted to them not being there as young boys. So I don't know; it could could be three years. You never know. Mm, I'm in a quandary now because that that big grizzly pick has really thrown me. <laughs> I feel rocked to my very core. Aww. Uh, Is it the caps? No, it was more just he was there to just batter the living daylights out of Dan McGee. Um, I don't... Uh, okay, I know. I'm going to go with Martin Kirby. Purely because I think the world of sports stuff may get him just a few more bookings and he has been doing a bit more Rev Pro recently. Um, and I, I don't know, I just I think he's really good. So. And he is really good. He's just not one of... Uh one of the cool kids <laughs> anymore, I guess. But yeah, like he's certainly holding down the fort where he is working. And yeah, a match with Martin Kirby in it is never going to be bad, I don't think. Uh, I'm never sure when it's too early to take this guy, but I don't think anyone else is going to draft him. So it's like, I kind of leave it. I've left it a little bit later this year, but I, I'm having Gene Money. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the best comedy wrestlers in the world. And he's 
not really been booked anywhere, but it, he deserves to be. He's phenomenal. Gene Money. Two N's, no E, and a Y. <laughs> His sexual I mean, yeah. gammon. The the Gene Money character is absolute genius, having like UKIP voter basically <laughs> wrestling <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson. Is, He's uh, wonderful. You know, it's inspired. It'll give us some nice uh, change of pace on the on the show and uh, absolutely. Uh, and I think you've got him even later. You've got him even later than you I did took, last yeah, year. Yeah, so. I took him probably too early last year, but um, yeah. But now we're into the fucking around end of things. I'm, I'm quite content <laughs> to get him there. Right, um, I've got five, well, six names. One of them I really hope somebody else picks because um, if not, I'll have him. Um, there's somebody who I wasn't. If this is for the first show of the, you know, this this sort of thing, but um, I do kind of think he, we could use these late, him later on. Uh, I'm going to take Julian Nero, um, the second half of Monster Consultant. Um, kind of not really. I kind of planned to have Avalanche as a singles guy, but I think it's always good to have Julian around, and I'd feel really bad mm-hmm. if he was left off. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was actually waiting for you to pick him. I was like, yeah. I kind of want. I, I Nero. I would have had going. Like four or five rounds earlier than this. If actually, I'd have if, had Avalanche, I, then I would have had Nero at some point. Yeah, but so, because yeah, Avalanche had gone, I was like, "Yeah, Nero's kind of needs to be with Mike." Yeah. So yeah, Mike sort of played a blinder there and getting a guy whose value is with another guy, but just not holding off on picking him. Um, but yeah, obviously, big fan of Nero. He's improved massively um, with Avalanche. And I think if they ever do break up that team, Nero could go on and do some good stuff. He's got that big frame. You know, he comes off as a monster as well as a consultant. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're big fans of Nero here, big fans of Monster Consulting, of course. And That's a now huge Mike has switch, though, over the, the course of the last year, going from, like, thinking of Nero as, like, that guy who hangs around with Cerberus to, oh, actually, he's really good, and he's really yeah. good in a tag team with Avalanche. He's made his mark this year, move. definitely. Yeah. Oh, my final two picks. Uh, I'm kind of torn. I could take a tag team just to take them and have a couple of comedy guys on the card. Or... Go with your heart, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also two guys I really like. I'm still on my board, so I think I'm just going to take them. Uh, I'm going to take Kenny Williams. I think he's really solid in the ring. I yeah. don't know why he doesn't work anywhere other than ICW. <laughs> which he's not working anymore because he's now al- because he's now aligned with everyone's fave Bram the boys <laughs> Bram the boys can we edit that out <laughs> <laughs> I think we might we might yeah I, I didn't um, that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ken- yeah Kenny Williams is a good value pick for here like I don't know where he is wrestling other than like WWE occasionally um, and yeah, it's sort of a shame because he is a talent, certainly, and it's just not really being used right now. Um, but yeah, for this late on, getting a guy with that much obvious skill as Kenny Williams, if he does explode in the next year, you'll look like a genius. <laughs> I'm saying that a lot <laughs> about these picks. Uh, some ifs, but uh, you know, if it all pays off, even if just one of them pays off, you'll be looking good. I'm also going to take another guy who I don't know why he's not booked more in the UK. Uh, Charlie Sterling, I think he is. 
he's one of the best comedy wrestlers in OTT. Um, I thought his run with Gibson as uh, the Raptor was really good as well when he was more serious. He was, and, yeah. He's solid, solid with um, Redmond in Rev Pro two years mm. ago. Um, mm. A lot of people thought he was boring, but like you know, he as if you had him in a tag team with somebody else, like he was just solid, solidly decent. So, I think you could have a nice tag team with Maxed and Sterling. That was the plan. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so this is my final pick, um, and I think if I'd had three more, I'd probably take so i'm kind of tossing up three three of the three people but i'm going to go for uh the french mask sensation sensor volto as my final oh, pick um, he was on my list as like a potential final yeah pick. <laughs> um we'll go through our rejects rejects at the end won't we so yeah, yeah. okay that's fine. yeah you get to get to name drop there <laughs> yeah and Arn's final pick now uh yeah i have a i have like Three, maybe four that I all I really want all of them. Um, uh, I uh, yeah, it's tricky because like that they they all have good things going for them. Um, so now I'm looking at which one I think would be funniest. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with Young Money Jong. Ooh, I like it. He's just re-debuted in WXW as well. Yeah. And he's he's a very funny guy, so I can see him being a, a good act for them and hopefully will be more valuable in a year's time. Excellent. I kind of see him as uh, like Gene Money's sidekick, possibly. <laughs> that works, certainly. Yeah, you've created some value there, definitely. Mm. And we go to Andrew's final pick, the penultimate pick. I said I've got a real two-way tie. One, because... He's an ICW and I really like him, but I don't really see where he fits in. So I'll go with a guy who I don't think really gets booked enough in the UK, and that would be Tucker. Because um, I've, Ooh, I've really great. liked the few times I've seen him, and I think you could do, like with the guys I've got, you could have quite a few really like athletic high-flying matches. So he's my final pick. I had Tucker last year, and I, I kind of had high hopes for him. But yeah, he didn't get booked anywhere over the last year, really. Mm. Um, it's a surprise to me because he's very good. He just doesn't. He doesn't travel outside Northern Ireland, basically. That's a bit of a shallow area to work in. Yeah, <laughs> he's happy being at home. I think. I think that's basically what it is. I mean, whenever OTT is in uh, Belfast, he's on the card. So it it does appear to be the rule, though. If if you haven't seen them for a long while, so we talk about Tucker, Kenny Williams. They they these people have all worked for GWF in the last year. <laughs> so if you've not seen GWF them in the wild, they're probably on GWF. <laughs> Alright, so we're down to the final pick. It's flown by. And we started with Volta. And I guess now I can just run down the names of people I have on my list but haven't been drafted yet and we'll go yay or boo and I'll just pick whoever's the funniest as I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I got El Liguero. I got uh, Rampage Brown. I was, I'm surprised Rampage Brown hasn't gone. Considering well, he, he went... went in like round three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I thought about it, I just didn't really have yeah. a place to fit him in. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of the same here as well. Um, I've got Curtis Chapman down. Nice. I've yeah, got I, Kelly Six down. I, I'm tempted I had Curtis by Kelly last Six. Year. Tempted by Kelly Six, because I do like him. I've got 
Chief Deputy Dunn and Santos, probably not going to happen. I've got the Hunters, I'm not going to draft one Hunter. Um, draft I've got late. Mills and Mayhew, not going to draft one of Mills and Mayhew. I got Danny Jones. He didn't really do much for me last year. Um, I got Drew Parker. Not too much of a death match guy. And Cara Noir, who is persona non grata right now. Um, so actually, I've said all those names, but there's also one other that I haven't said, and I'm potentially leaning on him or Kelly Six. Um, I like Kelly Six, but I don't know if he's gonna like break out in the next year. Whereas I think a guy who's like going to get a chance to at least do something in WXW is Marius Van Beethoven. Mm. So I'm going to pick Marius Van Beethoven last. Um, just because, you know, he absolutely killed himself um, in that match against Alpha Kevin all a year and a half ago now. Um, and he had the great feud with uh, Melanie Gray, the Alpha female, and um, and Alpha Kevin as well that great four-way feud, which was <laughs> anchored their, their winter of 2016. Um, and he's just re-debuted as well with Chong, so it's a great chance for them both to do something. You know, he's looks like he's going to be playing babyface, um, but obviously he can play it up as the shit-eating heel as well, so he's a diverse prospect, the Marius Van Beethoven. And I'm typing it in the wrong place. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. That's and the... there we have it. Drafted. That is 2018 Euro draft. And now we have to immediately rip each other's rosters. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to be brave and be the first person to say who they think is the best roster that isn't their own? Oh, um, I was going to say, well, I clearly have won. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all clearly won in our own minds. I but... haven't. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm taking a look at Ollie's. Um, you got Bobby Guns, Mark Davis, real big prospects there. Uh, women's division's pretty strong. Scotty Davis, I think, is a real, real strong pick in that that uh, ninth round. Um, not convinced. By your, your bottom six there, apart from Be Cool. Be Cool and Angel Cruise would be a good team. I'm not overly fond of Kings of the North. I kind of like Mambo, though. Yeah, maybe I'm being harsh. I think Mambo's <laughs> my most improved wrestler of the year. And he went up two whole rounds in the year. Two rounds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Andrew, I'm looking down there, and I, I think he took Joe Coffee too early. Yeah. Um I probably would have had Haskins at some point. I I like Haskins a lot. Mm-hmm. There's there's some real uh, real strong talent there with uh, Devlin Alani, Haskins, Curtis Murray's a good pick, uh, Sean Custom as well. And I think you're really strong into the the back six as well there with uh, like Wild Boar, Dan McGee, uh Oliver Carter. It's inspired. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Sammy Jane's a great pick as well. Like I, like I said, I was going to pick Sammy Jane in that last round and, and got beaten to it. The only thing that made me um, pick think... Ripley was the fact she went over Tony Storm in the final. Yeah, that's it's it's a a stroke of genius because I don't think anyone else was thinking of her. I didn't think about her at all. No, she wasn't on my uh, wasn't on my list. Um, I think I but... I think for me on 
I really like what Arn's done, mostly because he took a load of people that I wanted. So that's my <laughs> just before you as well. <laughs> I don't know how different it could have been. Um, obviously, the pack pick is sort of a, a big question mark there. That could really come that, off. That could pay off big time, I think. Yeah. If he oh, wrestles uh, a lot in Europe, then you're looking at somebody who who sh- really should have gone in like the first two rounds. I just hope he doesn't sign for Ring of Honor, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be quite bad. <laughs> I do really like Lee's picks. Um, there's a lot of upside there. Um, obviously, some of them are controversial, like Mike Bailey, Havoc, Sex Smith, Williams could go up or down depending. Um, but obviously, Nathan Martin and LJ Cleary is a big hit, and I'm surprised he didn't get Darren Kearney there to complete the set. But hey ho. Um, and obviously, hey, Eddie. Sorry, I think Eddie Dennis is a really good pick, but I I kind of didn't have a place for him, but he's a really good promo. So having a re- like another really good promo guy in there, like can you imagine him and David Starr in like a promo battle? <laughs> That'd just be fantastic. So I like that aspect SJ, of it. Top pick and Ewan Simmons in round three. David Star, Big fans pick. of them both. Um, <laughs> no, no. I, th- I think I, I I do like Lee's roster a lot. Um, I'd give more money towards Lee's roster than probably the others, some of the others. Ooh. Um, Ooh. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mike I, I, has. I think. Oh. So Mike has picked a lot of people that I was going to pick. So like he got drag- <laughs> he had Dragonoff in round two, and I kind of had him penciled in for three, which I think was optimistic, but still. Uh, like uh, Bodum, uh, Satoshi, Bad Bones. I was kind of looking at all these guys and that they were mm. on my to-do list. Uh, Chris Jokic was another one that I would have had him in the next round. So a lot of Mike's picks are ones that I would have had, so it's kind of altered my roster and I don't really know how he's come off better for it. But it's, they're both strong, I think. I think, for me, it, there's only really two uh, impulse picks. <laughs> in the sense of there's very few people on any other people's roster that I feel I'm missing. Um for me, like there's 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 people I would have liked, but um there was only a handful of times when it was like I felt that I wasn't getting I was really there's only one person I think I'm seriously, seriously missing on. Um and that was I think it was Nina Samuels was the one I was kind of key for me, but um I think, um, like, I I really like uh, Ollie's roster. Um, I think, yeah, barring the the last six or so, um, I think oh. <laughs> it's reverse of last no, year. No, that yeah. being said, that being said, Mambo Mambo, I think is a really inspired pick. Um, Kings of the North, great tag team, great Okan. I think you could have a lot of fun with, especially in the way that you do have. You have got Angel Cruz, uh, Be Cool. You've got Dirty Dragon. Um, you could have a lot of fun with them guys, and also Maris Be- from Beethoven. Mm. You know, um, you, Great Okan could w- would work quite well against them people because it's a little bit quirky stuff. I'm um, very annoyed I didn't get Katie Harvey though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think every single roster is is really good um which, yeah again, i think it's much more balanced than it's ever been before there's no like obvious winners or losers no here. and i think it's all going to go down to who does the better card isn't it really but um, oh yeah the cards obviously a big aspect but um, it's gonna come down to personal preference as well because some people just <laughs> look at uh 
I just I don't know, mate. There, there are people who don't like Timothy Thatcher in America, so having him as a number one pick, they might look yeah. at that and go, eh. just because he's number one doesn't mean it's the main, the main, the main draw. Yeah, mm. but if, even uh, if you just glance at it and uh, you, you're an Evolve fan, for example, so you you do get these, yeah, kind of votes sometimes that are skewed by. Uh, <laughs> By the top picks. It's a very diplomatic wording on. <laughs> I, ha- I have to say, I was thrown by Mike taking Thatcher number one. I, that, that surprised mm. me. Um, I do think Mike's Mike's um, roster is probably the strongest outside of my own, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, another, Aaron's top three, if they're around in the UK, of Osprey, Dawn and Pac, is just, I mean, that's, that's going to draw in punters, isn't it? You see them on a poster, and you you're probably going. Yeah. Mm, and then you have, yeah. and then you have absolute Andy as well. Like. <laughs> Hit him with the Andy. Come for the Osprey, stay for the Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy's the champ. <laughs> yeah. Petty cash. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, how about um, people that didn't get drafted at all? Are they? Kind of surprising. Should, should, should we go through our, the the people who didn't make yeah, it on our lists? List? Obviously, El Ligero was the top of my list of guys who haven't been drafted. Um, I'd, I'd say Rampage Brown was probably Ramp- top. Yeah. It, the thing is, it got down into the last like three picks, and I wanted three stupid picks, so like yeah. I couldn't really angle him in there anywhere. But like, yeah, he once is it's really down to the last couple, you need sort of chances, like chance picks and. You know, fun picks and getting a guy yeah, like Ligero or Rampage Brown at the yeah, end just, doesn't add value. Like, I didn't have enough fun guys on on the yeah. on my squad, as it were. So, like when I got into the last few, I'm like, I really want some fun guys in here to kind of liven it up. <laughs> uh, picking Rampage would have been the opposite of that. Yeah, I think for for the for me, the start, the, the say the first the first real uh, four rounds were the ones that really kind of decided the rest of the show for me. Um, if I wouldn't have gone Thatcher and Gibson as early, if 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 Thatcher was, I was assuming Thatcher was going top three because I saw my my position. I assumed it was going top three, and then when Gibson didn't go second round, I was like, right, I already have to get him. So really, I had I was kind of going for a few more um, character based sort of people. So um, I had no fun. Uh, sorry, Chief Deputy, uh, Chief Deputy Dunn. Um, yeah written down and I was kind of going I'm begging somebody else to take him to be honest mm. um, I, had I really wanted also- Santos as well Santos is a guy that I kind of thought yeah. about having in the last round there because also that would be another good pick along the lines of Chong yeah Santos as well um, I was looking at um, one of my favourite tag teams the Legion of Lords Gideon Grey and Rishi Ghosh but you know that would have been if somebody had taken Avalanche early I would have gone for that um, Spike Trevay, somebody who I would have quite liked, yeah. especially, mm-hmm. especially with the whole um, the way how how international my roster is. I think um, Spike Trevay would have been quite an interested person. He could have been <laughs> some quite politically charged promos yeah. uh, on the shows. Uh, the Jane... Hunter brothers not being there is is a surprise to me. Yeah, um, just because they are so good. But yeah, <laughs> I, had... I kind of went with I'm not getting tag teams this year. Like I specifically yeah. kind of avoided that. Um, so I don't have any like conventional tag. I've got a couple of teams. Well, they have that JFK, I have a, but... yeah, JFK and Land Brooks plus whoever he's tagging with. Yeah, um... I'm just tagging with Amari just for a swerve. 
<laughs> I left. Uh, so it was before when I was sort of invited on very last minute. Somebody said uh, the chance of Pascal Spalter being uh, drafted uh, <laughs> shot up remarkably. I mean, kind of because I was going for a bit of a television-based promotion. Spalter would be a great guy. Been he's like very famous in Germany on television, so he would have been a good okay. thing. Okay, uh, didn't actually know that. Yeah, he's he's on a. Uh, on a, he's on a few like real uh, not reality shows but actual he's an he's a shoot actor should we say uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had James Drake sort of re- question mark if uh, with the Gibson thing in case I couldn't get any better tag teams um, and I also had Tenqua uh, written down <laughs> uh, big I watched a lot of pro wrestling Holland recently and he's someone who's kind of stood out and I also had Ashley Dunn as well um, somebody who if I'd got age LJ Cleary. I probably would have gone for Ashley Dunn later on, mm. but because uh, I think I don't know, I kind of like the idea of LJ Cleary and Ashley Dunn for some reason. But um, yeah, that's they're the sort of people I left on the board. Um, the women, Andrew. the women, the women's oh, picks. I had nobody else apart from the ones I had, so I was kind of lucky. <laughs> I, I was kind of surprised Andrew didn't have more ICW guys because there's quite a lot like BT Gun, Stevie Boy. Uh, Chris Renfrew as well. There's, oh, there's no. quite a few of those no. boys no, who no, just no, didn't no, no, get no. done at all. So. Uh, <laughs> the ICW list was really long, and the more I looked at it, the more upsetting it looked. Uh, <laughs> I had BT Gun, but I couldn't work out what to do with him, and he's just reunited with Chris Renfrew, so that upset me. Um, I had Aspen Faith and Lewis Gervin, which originally mm. were going to be my other tag team to face the Arrows of Hungary, but then... I didn't really want to have to draft both of them, so I went for Mark Joffe. Um, yeah, and obviously the other ICW ones was the women because they only use the same three, four women all the time, <laughs> but they are four good women. Um, yeah, Casey Owens really should have gone somewhere. Oh yeah, but she's a big miss on the on the twenty. I think yeah, I think the only other person I left, and it would have been a very controversial pick. And I was going to go from near the end. Was Lionheart <laughs> purely because? I think he may have got ripped for that one. <laughs> purely because, and I'm probably the only person who actually did watch Chuck's House Party. But his match with Jackie Polo, the storytelling in that was outstanding. Mm. But there's no one I had that I really would want him to see wrestle, or I felt could get personal enough to kind of generate that same kind of heat that Jackie Polo is able well, was able to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I see Lionheart on a card, I generally don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's headlining. Like he's headlining the Hydro. So yeah, I've no interest in that show at all. <laughs> I, ICW, I've completely lost interest in. Um, I've, I've actually got a kid like us. I know he's injured, but yeah, um, yeah, he has a lot of fans. You know, he was penciled in certainly. I was yeah, thinking so. about it, but then I've I've got like two different partners for Brooks already, so. I kind of thought he's probably going to spend a lot of time on the shelf. So. Um, the tag team I actually had and I was considering last was uh, Club Tropicana. If yeah. <laughs> the, the recent OTT show, I mean, you can see what they're all about. Um, I mean, Toto's Africa does make a show better, <laughs> just on by itself. <laughs> that was a magnificent moment, actually. Um, and then the other one, uh, Johnny Fleisch, I was considering just to take more than anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, pretty much everyone has mentioned students, mm. the Hunters. Um, actually, Michael May as well was another young Irish guy. Yeah, I was, I was looking that over, and every, all the other young Irish guys and girls did get taken apart from poor Michael May. <laughs> but, 
you, what did you, you do s- wrong? <laughs> the only other person I had written down was MK McKinnon, but huh. I've not seen enough of his stuff to be able to comment like genuinely whether I'd want him or not. It would have been completely uh, th- blind for me, yeah. He's a bit out of shape at the moment. Like he, I think he looked okay when I saw him on uh, Friday last week. Uh, but I don't think he looks as sharp as he did before he got injured. Um, maybe, uh, yeah, give it another year and we'll probably be looking at yeah. it going like, why didn't we draft him again, McKinnon? <laughs> oh, of course. And the I other mean, one yeah, was, he uh, could be the Bobby Guns. The other one was Grado, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, Grado is always a, an iffy one, isn't he? But this time he didn't go. Grado Trent seven in a comedy main event. <laughs> I would have liked to have made room for Spike Trevay. I think he's one that we're going to look back at and think we we probably should have had him. Yeah, it was it was the problem. Is the kind of problem with people like Spike and um, and you know lesser extent Deputy Dunn is they're quite they're quite strong characters, but. If you've only got them to, if you've only got one of them on a show and nobody else is really on that same sort of wavelength, I don't think it would have really worked for my show anyway to have either of yeah. them, because um, it would have just been somebody interfering for the sake of it. Whereas I think if you'd if you'd gone for quite a, I think it possibly would have worked with Ollie's Ollie's um, Ollie's uh, uh, roster. I think it would, probably would have been yeah, a good I place. Yeah, some to, comedy in there. Would have been a good place to put either either a spike or a or a uh, deputy, and I think um, I would have definitely picked him instead of Marius at the bottom. But uh, there we go. Um, I'm going. Sorry, sorry, Marius, if you are listening. But one thing I did notice: someone who has worked the majority of their matches here this year was Angelico. Yes. Yeah, he got taken last year actually, I, but we all sort of and if I got turned El our noses Fantasmo, up at it. I would have stuck him and Angelico together and get them to face the arrows hungry because. Vantasma uh, and Angelico have tagged in like Riptide and stuff, and I think that would have been really, really fun. Mm. Those four. Uh, uh, yeah, I think yeah, you you could. It's a good, good show. I mean, I I had Angelico sort of written down as a lot of sort of as it was going on, but it would it would have been having him for the sake of having him, and I'd rather have a Darren Kearney or a Sense of Volto than yeah. Angelico for me personally. <clears throat> So, any final thoughts on your roster or anyone else's guys? <laughs> oh, it's been a very interesting draft. Um, there's, it's strange to me that like the order that people were going in it was not what I was expecting at all. Um, yeah, it, was, it did feel a little bit all over the place. It wasn't as like stock. If you under, if you get what I mean, it wasn't as like obvious as the last couple of years. It was a it's bit like, when, like, ooh, I don't know who's who the hell's going to get taken next. Well, when I passed on Tony Storm in that first round of the women, I'm like, yeah. somebody else is going to pick her, and then she came back round to you. Yeah, back round to me. I'd like, well, yeah. shit. If she'd gone to this, if she'd gone to the second round, as in the the second the second block of the women, yeah, I would have picked yeah. her definitely. But um, I think yeah, the, the, there's too much of a question mark over her for it for her to be a real viable mm. pick. Um, and there were enough other good women you'd rather take before having that question mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and obviously Walter going number one again, that just kind of shows his quality <laughs> going two years in a row at number one. But Jordan Devlin at number two, I'm very excited by. Obviously, um, he was like a mid-round pick last year, and he's shot way up. Uh, um, Bobby Guns as well, undrafted last year to third round this year. As sort of out of curiosity, what was everybody's first first pick? 
Well, obviously Walter. Well, obviously yours is Walter. <laughs> yeah. Walter. I was going Devlin first. So. Very good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's between Walter and Devlin. Um, I don't think there are any other guys who are going first. I think that just speaks to how good that OTT main event was, <laughs> or how much it captured the imagination of people. Yeah, I have to admit I'd completely forgotten about Will Osprey because I I was I was dead set on 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 picking Thatcher for me. Uh, I thought that was that was I had that sort of written under your name um, as your number one. <laughs> um, I think I, you know I I thought I might have snuck snuck through with Devlin because I thought somebody was taking Ilya first round. But um, mm, I was or, surprised or, or by that. Either Ilya or Pete Dunne, I think, was going to go first round. So I was thinking, no, Devlin's a nice pick. But when yeah, that, I always look on... at, I always look at Osprey as, even if you only get him for like four shows a year, he's going to deliver four absolute fucking bangers, and <laughs> that's yeah, what I want. Yeah. So everything else from here is in the hands of you, the listener. Uh, we'll have voting systems up on Voices of Wrestling forums um, once this is dropped, uh, where you will get to eliminate one of us. You'll get to vote for who you like the least. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Um, or like who you like the most, and then the person who gets the least votes gets eliminated, and then we go to a final four Twitter vote. Again, this will all be revealed in due time by Rob, who will explain it far more thoroughly than me, because he's better at explaining things than me. <laughs> um, but I hope you have enjoyed our Eurodraft. It's always one of the more special occasions we get to have the cool guests. So thank you, Lee, Andrew, and Mike, uh, for your inputs. Um, and let's see if any of you can become the first guest champion of the Eurodraft. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, yeah, yeah no. it's been awesome to have all of you on. I was yeah, saying, I really think fun. last year's Eurodraft was, uh, you know, brilliant. It was kind of one of the first times I'd listened to, uh, you know, one of your guys' podcasts. And uh, so, it's, you know, it, it was a bit of a dream to actually get on it finally. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> delighted, delighted to be on. I'm glad it, it all came together at the 11th hour for you, Mike, with Rob pulling out. But yeah, unfortunately, Rob won't be able to try and go for a second win, but Arn will be. So. It, it, there's a lot of storylines going <laughs> going into the voting, which may influence you. Arn going for a second, me going for a first after two attempts, um, and Andrew, Mike, and Lee all first timers trying to win it. And we will see who you vote for. Um, do any of you guys have anything to plug? I guess uh, Andrew can go first, and then I'll go along the line on Mike and Lee. <laughs> uh, check out the weekly impact column I do on Voices of Wrestling and uh, yeah if you want to talk mediocre wrestling takes follow me on Twitter amsinclair97 uh, uh, yeah go Lee sorry hey in order on the top we've just been <laughs> sorry <laughs> we just did exactly the whole draft in the order along the top <laughs> respect the ordinance thought you'd have got used to it by now um yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Arnold Furious. Uh, my website is rearviewreviews.com. We're doing a month of Minoru Suzuki stuff. It's been good so far. Mike. <laughs> sorry, Arn. Sorry for butting in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I'm at Mike Kilby on Twitter and everywhere else. So you can find me on there. And also I run Eurograps.com, uh, your home for all the very best in European professional wrestling. We have articles, reviews, and also we have a quite popular podcast which we're sort of uh, getting through as well, um, which you can which you can find on our Twitter page. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, 
just have a chat with me if you ever want to. And uh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> um, for me, you can just follow me on Twitter at Malone underscore 713. And pretty much anything I write goes up on VoicesOfWrestling.com. Other than that, I have nothing else. Excellent. And you can follow me at Another Rolly and read my stuff on Voices of Wrestling when I put it up. And of course, listen to uh, the British Roundtable podcast. We'll be back for more uh, stuff that isn't Eurodraft. <laughs> but we hope that you've enjoyed the special episode. And we'll see you again next time. Goodbye. Ta-ra. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.